Anish. Ted. <laughs> How are we? Tom Wage and Shaw. Yeah. Uh, Tom Egema Augustusa. Anawa. Anawa. Got in scale, Gil Cahar. Milan scale, Um, I'm sure we'll get into some deep scales. Oh, yeah. Well, probably the pentatonic scales, do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. I like what you did there, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so uh, here we are. Um, uh, Harry's just turned ten- 21. Happy birthday. So uh, welcome to the, welcome to the real, world. real world. I heard it all flies in after 21. The, like the fly honeys? Or? No, as in you get older. Yeah. Uh, apparently. Apparently um, that mostly affects like babies though. Like they age really fast. You know? But then when you I get see. really old, you're like 90, you know, basically you age very like slowly and you eventually just live forever. Okay. I think. Getting quite earthy with it already, are we? Downach. Yeah, we're getting very down. Um, so Downach, uh, Lesh and uh, Dina. Yeah. Down with the people. Spot on. So, um, yeah, welcome to Rendezvous uh, 21. No way. Yeah. That's fitting, isn't it? It is indeed. So I thought, yeah, destiny has conspired to bring us really? here. Um, so this is about the Irish language uh, and kind of Harry here's fluent, Leifer. We'll leave to, uh, uh, yeah. It's a, well, yeah. At some stage, I definitely had very fluent Irish. I'm a bit broken at the moment, but I'm sure I can spin some words in. Yeah. Given the theme of this podcast, uh, we're gonna delve deep into our thoughts on the Irish language. What? Why, yeah. why it means so much to both of us. Yeah. Um, you coming over and just recently learning it. Me growing up with it. Yeah. Two words collide. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, different angles on why it's so good. And I want to talk about like the past, the present, and the future of this uh, language. By the way, Irish, you might think, oh, yeah, the Irish language. Oh, yeah, like how they say, come here, come here till I tell you. But that's oh. not it, though. No. There's a real Irish language. That would be Hiberno English. Exactly. Right. There's a real Irish language, which. Uh, you know, go listen to like, uh, I remember being like growing up and like um, my mum would be like cooking and she'd have like Sinead O'Connor on. Yeah. And it's amazing, good stuff. But then every now and then they'd just be like, like Oh, very good, James. Yeah, very good, very Techie. Yeah, you got the tech. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was aiming for te- yeah. What does techie mean? Like you were getting a bit skillful with the Irish there. Like that's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I like to think I'm more more or less fluent in bullshit. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I'd say... Um, I'd say you'd have... At this at this stage, I would say you have good berlicus. Berlicus. What's berlicus? That's kind of when you you, like, try to speak Irish... Directly from English translation. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, like if you, if you were to type English. something into Google Translate in English, it would come out with berlicus in Irish. Right. But there's a whole different world out there on how to actually speak the language. Yeah. It's like the structures, when you learn one language, like say when I first learned French, then I felt like I, I what surprised me was like French was very cool, but I was, it shocked me that I, um, I was kind of learning English for the first time. Like I, for, for the first time, but having two points 
um, of, of data, like these two languages, I was able to kind of understand some general principles of languages. I see. And so I feel like it was like when the astronauts went to the moon, they're all excited for that. And then they like look over their shoulder at the earth and like, holy shit, that's, that was, this is the most important thing of this whole trip. Yeah. Um, and so, and so with Irish, it's like realizing there's a whole different logic and structure of expression, which you can, you know, use English to get into it at first, I guess, to understand it. But eventually what I'm trying to do is like get the basic basics of how to say, oh, I don't understand. Nihigam or Tigam, I understand. Or like, um, uh, what do you say? Like, Connor for blah, blah, blah. How yeah, would you say? Yeah, da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. And then from, um, or Cottis Breelishin, what does that mean? And then from within the language, trying to build, you know, would your you, brain, but you like, you can't translate directly. Yeah, would you say right? that, like, you have a knack for learning different languages and then would you also say that there is a pattern for learning every language or do you think are the irish language is, was this just a different story altogether i think you need to be drunk to learn irish that's the, probably the only difference typical uh, stereotype there yeah I mean. yeah stereotype this is how Ireland defends itself, just pretends the alcoholism is a stereotype. <laughs> yeah, sure, okay. that's not real. Now let's go to the pub. Yeah, just yeah, for the yeah, one. Yeah. Hundred. Um, <laughs> no, um, no, I think there are general like uh, principles for sure. And so I kind of talked about them in an, another episode a little bit. Uh, like, um, what was that? Uh, how to learn, why, how and why to learn a language. Um, but uh, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I suspect I probably am more uh, made for it than, say, some people, because I'm just kind of obsessed with words and I like to pick up bits of the language. But I think a lot of it's just, like, uh, if you have the curiosity. Mm. I think that's the, the main thing. Like I, I'm just very curious. So. And I, well, I would say about you, not to blow too much smoke around here, but... Um, yeah, it'd be easy to yeah. kind of start an inferno in my arsehole. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you definitely yeah. have a pa- I would say you have, you have some sort of passion from the Irish, for learning Irish that I haven't seen in... Uh, in a long time with someone who has just come into the country in fact I've never seen someone come into the country and be so driven to learn it mm. yeah so uh go remarkable thank you pleasure um so yeah alright so um before we get into it all um a bit of kill why not a bit of music I'm gonna attempt a bit of harmonica for us <laughs> and James is gonna play some chords right yeah Right, my first time really playing harmonica, but you start us uh, off and I'll jump in. Alright. I think um, yeah, I think it might be out of key with the harmonica. So yeah, so I'd say um, how about you play instead? Okay. You well, we, we can see if I can bend it into bend it into compliance. You know. Why not? All right. Go on, I play. Um. Or uh, or you could play some chords, and I'll f- try and freestyle some Irish. Yeah. How about that? So you could put the guitar facing the mic. 
Yeah. Well, okay. Like that? Ta- Tashi Gahanawa. That's very good, yeah. Okay. Sagam Mars is fader out of their misery. Yeah, let's put the people back. Back into their joy. Back into their joy. Okay. All right, Harry. So, take it away. Okay. So, um, let's get, let me have a thought about Irish. I'll tell you something. Um, yeah, tell me something. I definitely think that I was very lucky that my dad, Pat, great guy. Great guy. I was very close to going into a different path altogether with the two schools that I could have gone into as a kid. One school was English and one school was Irish. And a lot of the people from my housing estate would have went straight into the English school. And my dad was walking around and he stumbled into Skullnahi, the school that I went to. And he walked in the door and he seen... Irish dancing in the hall and kids doing Irish dancing Irish music playing and he went straight into the principal and he was like I want my kids in here so I think that I was very lucky that I was able to get into the Irish for such a young age Mm. from the simple fact that my dad was obsessed with dance and the power of just obsessed with the whole Irish thing more so yeah and uh, because of that I played Irish music going to all the flat kills just from that one little one little thought from my dad to just be like I'm gonna wander in here mm. and have a look and got me straight into it you can just imagine him being like it's unreal yeah unreal <laughs> you know I'm sending my kids here <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so that led me into Clash Down Right. Um. And as soon as I, the first time I met you, was in Conranagoyaga. Mm. Oh, I met you when you were a, a kid, very young yeah. fella. But yeah, first time when you remember. We met in Conra, Conranagoyaga, which is basically a pub for college own students to go in and get pissed and speak a bit of Irish. Mm. Um. 
and for that guy with the big beard to keep some Guinness in his exactly. mustache. Do you remember? Just <laughs> <laughs> talking to me, I'm like, I barely understand you. But I was sat down the back of the bar, right? and I heard you coming in, and I just thought, <laughs> I'm going to listen to see why he went straight up to the barman. Uh, on Fejlum, um, 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 Guinness, uh, oh, and, like, you were really trying. That was, yeah, that was, was very charming. Yeah. Yeah. But I, um, I definitely um, have respect for people that don't have Irish, but, like, they try mm-hmm. to say little words here and there, like... I'd often walk into my granddad's um, house and he wouldn't even think of me, just say, oh, Tomic Glegs, just try to say the minimum. Mm-hmm. Because it's, I find that stuff so charming when yeah. people just come out with little yeah. quotations of Irish here and there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Like, one thing that really, I think, got me um, thinking about Irish is, like, I lived for four years in Montreal, French Canada. Montréal, j'étais à Montréal pour quatre ans. So, yeah, it's just an Irish podcast, mm. my friend. But like, it, um, what was so cool about Montreal is like that people. I realized people swap. They've like franglais. They like swap um, in and out of English and uh, French, and it, it seemed to be just like unconscious, where it was like li- you know, lightning. The path of lightning zigs down, and apparently, it's, I think it's like the water content of the air, and it, so it's like path of least resistance for the energy is the way that the electricity hits the ground and it seems like their mind was just going the path of least resistance to express the idea clearly and so they would just be like uh what are you trying to say you see trop bizarre like oh, it's like it's just what are you trying to do yeah yeah and i don't know if if you said what language are you speaking i don't think they'd be able to tell you mm. like um and so i thought with irish yeah like you're saying people who use a bit of irish i think it's like, it's really cool because why not? Um, I think people seem, we're going to get into this, but it seems like some of the social expectations around the language, mm. which I think is one of the biggest things limiting the language at the moment. Yeah. There's a lot of there, ideas like we have there's around a lot of There's a lot of Gwelga uh, snobs. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people that would just be like, yeah. oh, you can't speak it. What yeah. are you trying kind of thing? And, um, but that's very minimal. Yeah, but there's, but there's enough of them where you only need a small amount like that and then it fucks, fucks up everything mm. because... Um, say someone who wants to speak Irish will be like, oh, they want to say Garamahagat, thank you, like to the you know the the barista. But then they're like, oh, is the barista going to think I'm trying to belittle them? Yeah. Or if they don't have you know from my point of view, if they're like, oh, you're welcome, I'm like, cool. You don't need to say Faltero, it's back yeah, at me, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But they in their head they might be like, oh, I couldn't remember the answer. Oh, I feel bad. And so some people go, oh, what if they have a bad reaction, even if it doesn't make sense. So there's all these little mind games of yeah. like n- trying to be kind and not be a, a dick about it. Exactly. And people really, it's it's hard to just like drop that and be like, oh, fuck, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I figure like... And that's the steps yeah. we have to take for Irish to be socially acceptable yeah. to all. And yeah. For, and like people that are like <coughs> foreigners that come in mm-hmm. should expect it maybe. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The funny thing, like, I'll say it to Irish people, and, you know, some, some, and that's really cool. I'll meet people who speak a bit, and they'll be like, oh, what the hell? You speak Irish? Oh, cool. And we'll talk a bit, um, and it's great. Um, there actually is nothing better than that. It's amazing. When you find someone that you can actually converse with in yeah. the language that you're trying to learn. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you get, like, a lot of, you get, you do get a lot of foreigners here, Spanish and French, coming over to learn English. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of hard. Because there's not like a sole place where Irish lives. 
it's very hard to find someone that mm-hmm. you can go ahead and have a little conversation with. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I think, like, with uh, foreigners or whatever, and some might be here temporarily, some might be, like, um, settled here now, you know, or, like, um, or, them, you know, their parents were, like, immigrants or whatever, um, yeah. and they are born here. Um, I will still, like, s- say it to these people. Like, I, and I, it's all, con- the thing is language, it's all context, you know? I'll be like, um, they give me a coffee, I'm, I've got a big smile, I'm like, go to me, the mahogat. And they're like, oh, you must have see, said thank see, you or something, you know? A lot of people think you're off your rocker there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Saying that, people are like, oh, he's a weird one. Like, exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, I just don't care. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. I think if the language is going to um, have a future, I think people need to get over themselves and not... And this is a big... I think the... Ultimately, spoiler alert, I think the the destiny of Irish depends on the destiny of Irish consciousness. So it's consciousness, culture, language, um, something like that. Like the um, the culture, the way of being, say Irish people are quite like, um, it's a good thing, you know, like, yeah. um, you know, don't just be all like, oh, I'm the center of attention or whatever. Be part of the team, have some, you know, give and take, have, you know, be, be um, understated, you know. Mm. And um, and uh, I think that can sometimes make people go like, yeah, well, I'm not just going to start speaking Irish to these people. Yeah, well, I'll give you a good example. Um, I had a great night in the corner one night, and we met a old retired Irish teacher from Clashdown. And you know, I can do a little bit. I still have a good bit, but there are lads from Clashdown, my old school, that like they couldn't speak a word of it. Mm. Uh, um. And really? Yeah. Well, like they 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 very they find it very hard to string some sort of sentence together. Mm. Anyways, we were in this pub, and this guy was just speaking the most fluent Irish you could think of, proper. You know what I mean? It was his first language. It was just it was just rolling off his tongue mm-hmm. so well, and we could kind of sense like Angus of Gael, yeah. Exactly. We were kind of sensing like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to get. I don't want to. Knowing he was a teacher, I don't want to go up and speak to him, and then he's sitting there correcting me the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like kind of making a making making a show of us that we still don't have the language. Mm-hmm. Well, I was quite surprised. We went up to him, um, me and uh, my friend Jake. We were like, we went straight up to him. We were like, we were gonna try speak some Irish to him, and we kind of warned him. Oh, it's a bit broken at the moment, mm. but we're st-. and he was just so delighted that we wanted to come up and speak Irish. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of people like that. Yeah, especially with teachers. Mm. Irish teachers seem to have some sort of passion that I've never seen for a language, but um, it would be great if there were more fluent speakers in and about where me and you would hang out or something mm-hmm. like that, and that we could just be like, "Listen, we have some broken Irish, but we want to improve." Yeah, and it just takes that one person to be like, "Yeah, let me take you and and show you the way," kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and someone said some guy like who taught himself. I guess he had done the education thing, and again, we'll get into that, like, the, um, but like, everyone, it's compulsory, although it's not taught very well, as, as far as I can tell. It's not, no. Um, in most places. Yeah. Um, uh, but, like, so, a lot of people have this massive vocabulary bank in their heads. Mm. I might have that from past lives or something, or genetic memory, you know? Um, sometimes it feels like it, like, I'll say a phrase, like, oh, that feels really good. That feels like you just unkink some some knot in my like uh psychic muscle you know psychic yeah. body um astral bodies oh yeah like you know like the the, the hyundu, what's the thing usually the, the hyundu. i was like oh yeah i knew 
I didn't know I was missing yeah, it until yeah, I yeah, and yeah. Yeah, I had it. Anyway, but um, uh, what was the point? Um, uh, what was saying? Uh, uh, saying the the teacher is delighted that you're speaking. Oh, well, that was a, a killer crack. That was great. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, oh, it doesn't matter. It'll no, come to me if it's uh, we, we, were, we were saying that, like, it's it's um, it's important to find... It's hard to find people that will just give you the chance. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I remember... Um, so there's this guy, and he was basically saying, like... He just... Ha- he's really subtle. He's just always chuckling. It's hell funny. But he was, like, really fluent. You know, he just built... He had that in school, but he, he was never fluent. Yeah, and just yeah. by... He somehow got himself up um, to like, fl- seems like pretty fluent now. Yeah, um, cool. And he was just, his advice was just, just keep saying the words. Really? Yeah. Just keep saying the words. I thought that was incredibly deep. Yeah. Because you just say the words, you start to st- string them together into yeah. a grammar. That's the thing like, oh, here's this grammar. It's like, no, 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 that emerges spontaneously from, yeah. here are some situations, here are the words for those situations. Especially for, for someone like yourself, who you, re- like the ultimate goal for you will just, to be able to speak it, yeah. What do you think about writing it? Would writing? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, I've written some poems in uh, Irish, like, but like. Do you want to give us one? I don't think. Uh, uh, sure. All right. Come on. Um, I don't have any off the top of my head, but I could make one for you. Okay, go. All for right, it, let's Jenny. see. <laughs> let's try. Um. Um. J. Fian. Agus. Gach and Dowen and Shah August and Shin and Shin and Shah Shin Shar August Dinner Anish Lechiela Egra August Eist and Arlen. Fair enough, yeah. Do you want to put a name on that poem? Um, let's call it... Um, Fairhain. Huh? Do you want to call it Fairhain? Fairhain? What does that mean? 21. <laughs> Fairhain. Could do. I want to know. Birthday is better. So, Lavre. Lavreha. Lavreha. Yeah. So, nice. what's the translation? So, I uh, can't remember what I was saying. It was good matter. anyway. We'll, we'll, All right. we'll get it back and we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll write it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they'll be teaching it in class. Something know. about God and uh, God and all things and peop- ancestors and people now all being together in the beauty of do you know being. Why, do you know why I got that when you were saying it? I understand where you're going. I know, I know. But just for the, the those listening at home, it's not yeah, just yeah. you and me, right? Okay. Yeah. We're journeying through time with the the audience. Mm. Um, for all we know, we could get conquered by some aliens race in like 13 years hence and they could just get obsessed with Grail and be like we must understand and they might watch that podcast and they have millions of tentacled monsters watching us absolutely I can see that happening for sure to be honest it's kind of terrifying how like it is terrifying how certain I am it's terrifying it's terrifyingly beautiful and beautiful yeah and beautiful like your eyes (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah and so you're saying like yeah like the people who I think there's a I f- feel like there's a lot of people, the kind of people who you're going to bump into who are going to speak Irish to you, um, 
which is the real way, the lang- the real life of the language. Now, mm. education is great, you know, really important, but daily on the street, um, not a government program, yeah. just the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if the people don't use it, it's, you know, it's over. Um, if the people want to use it, it it's um, it's, alive. it's alive. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I think the kind of people who are going to speak it are generally um, aware of these things and these kind of patterns and are generally very encouraging and just very de- really delighted nice. that anyone wants to try to speak, even mm. if it's... There's I, such no, a charm. I've, I haven't had anyone judge me for my... There's such a charm, I've, isn't it? It's so... Yeah. It's so... Like, it's almost r- romanticised mm. in Ireland when someone mm. comes out with a few words yeah. or, or sings a little song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But then, definitely, but then there's the the positive and the negative to that, like, it's romanticized and it is beautiful and a lot of people really appreciate it, like, mm. love it. But then you have people who are cynical and like, oh, great, how cliched, another old wacky Gaelic thing. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, how cool are you? Like, you know? those people like, yeah, okay, man. worst, aren't they? Yeah. Honestly. The attitude some people have towards the Irish culture, and you definitely get it. Look, I don't want it. But they're probably right fingers. occasionally. But I think in general they're wrong. There's probably yeah. some people do that. Maybe they try to impress people occasionally. Oh yeah, but, but sorry, I, yeah. I I think that they're definitely like. I know some people, and it's uh, uh, look. I'm not gonna, but um, name one. No, well, not <laughs> name, but right. like no, just a, like a culture of maybe more upper class people mm. would definitely look at like Irish sports and Irish music as absolute like what they would say boggers hmm. do you know what I mean it's yeah. it's it's for it's for people yeah, folks yeah. down the country that yeah. like live on a farm and all that crack mm-hmm. do you know what I mean um, whereas the right attitude would be this is the country we're in we should be speaking the same fucking language do you know what I mean yeah what well, um, I don't know if yeah I'd say uh, we should from my point of view but I wouldn't say we have to I'd say like um I can understand and I won't be unhappy about someone who's like, I just don't want anything to do with that language. No. It doesn't interest me. Yeah. No. That's fine. But I think um, the fact is most people do, but there's just all these little knots which we're hopefully going to kind of untangle. You today. can't force it. Exactly. You can't force it on someone. It has to serious be. Yeah. Freedom. Absolutely. You're dead right there. Yeah. Yeah, because there are like people like, like, I can imagine some of my old Irish teachers preaching it to everyone. Mm. It's like you don't need to do that. Yeah, you can bring someone in gently if you want to try, and if they're not interested, that's it. Yeah, I think it backfires if you try to. Yeah, absolutely. And really force someone away if you try to do it. Yeah. So we could like, yeah. So maybe we should just um, get into a bit of a yeah. Just so for for all the for all the (laughs) listeners, we're not forcing Irish on these folks we're giving them a little taste of what it what what it means to us yeah, yeah. so why don't you tell yeah. me what it means to you yeah Ooh. well Irish to me is like music it's like it's um you're making sounds with your face it's combina- it's um, patterns of rhythm dun da dun da da tashi go hard and fad Sweeney McGuill, um, uh, Sweeney McGuill, uh, may, um, uh, Egolum, Gamal, you know, um, whatever, like, there's a rhythm to it, there's a melody to it, um, 
and there's like kind of um, certain tones to it and the, the vowels and um, consonants you use. So there's all these combinations of that. And so just like with music, it's random vibrations. In a way, you'd be like, oh, it's meaningless. But the, con- the, um, the ordering of them um, can reveal subtle language of like expression and meaning. And so just like, you know, you listen to Bach and it's like some beautiful you know, music and it's full of emotion or, mm. or you, in the music you can add lyrics on top and it gets even next level or a different kind of level. Um, I think for me, even without the meaning of the words, Irish is a kind of music. Yeah. And it's very beautiful. And we're very musical people, you know, Irish. And uh, so I think that's built into the language and you can hear it. Um, so there's that. And then on top of it, it's like languages, um, there's a lot of overlap. And, you know, Irish is um, an Indo-European language. So it's same branch that is, is, you know, Sanskrit or like Hindi, if you go way, way back, comes from Turkey or something ages ago. But then the Indo-European language, it's split off. So it's not a Latin language like um, Spanish, Italian, French, um, even Romanian um, is kind of a Romance or Latin language. Um, it's not Germanic, like English. Um, um, I think French might have a bit of Germanic influence. English is from French influence as well. Um, Scandinavian language, German, they're all Germanic. Irish is a Celtic language, like Scottish, Gaelic. Mm. Um, so it's got a, a certain unique, I think, like we're talking about how or every language, even among Germanic languages, there's this word, um, geselich, in um, Dutch, in Netherlands. And it means something like cozy or cool. It's kind of like a, an experience of being with people, a beautiful state of being with people. Um, and there's no real translation for it in English. And how many words like that are there in Irish where there's ways which evolved over the millennia for, to communicate the way like our ancestors were living where you can't actually scratch that itch in any language except Irish. Really? Well, I imagine that's so... Because like, there's that with like, words in other languages. There's many yeah. of them, you know? And, and then you know, that's that. And then there's also phrases, etc. I think there's just ways of um, like expressing yourself in any language which are unique. And I'm very drawn and kind of for mystical reasons that aren't really clear to myself entirely um, to Ireland and Irish culture. But, and then... I kind of feel like it's almost like a unlocking, like a, like with any language, you can unlock new parts of your mind. Like with French, it happened to me where I can kind of like, oh, I can think in French. Mm. And if I want to do meditation and slow down my mind, I would sometimes think in French because it's yeah. very slow. I have to do really? one word at a time and I don't know where I'm going. And, it'd be cool. like, and then I can do that in the Irish, you know. Um, but like, but the thing with my Irish is because it's my ancestral language. It's like a special thing where I kind of feel like I'm learning to think the way my ancestors thought. This is what I always thought you would get straight into. Whereas I think it's a mutual thing for us where with Irish, now I don't want to get too techy with it or anything, but with Irish you definitely feel a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. What would your teacher think? What would Muntur think? I know, I know. I know. No, no, no. Um, yeah, you don't need to be perfect. No one needs to be exactly. perfect. But like you're, you're getting what well, what we're getting at is that like you coming all the way from Australia and living in Ireland and, and just because you had like a bit of family here and you've all of a sudden became so um, hypnotized by mm. Irish culture and language mm. and it definitely what I think it gives you and what I think it gives me it gives you a sense of originality to where you're from mm-hmm. um, which is what most people would say 
but I definitely sense that very strongly in Julian, mm. and I definitely get it in myself quite yeah. a lot as well. Yeah. Would you agree? Definitely. Do you concur? I concur, definitely. Um, yeah, and uh, so I think like sometimes people are like, well, what's and like you know, I was talking to some Brazilian friend of mine, uh, it's like. Man, I just don't get the point of like Irish, you know, like what the, what the, what's the point, man, you know? Yeah. Like just use English. Like everyone understands, you know, like it takes so long to like there's like tens of thousands of words like, you know, or whatever, you know. What's the point of But it's not about that, is it? It's not about just It's not about, it's not about efficiency it's, it's or not business or something. It's not a yeah. functional language. Irish. It it could be, but it's it could, that's that's not the at point. At the moment that's, that's not, not why you're learning it. No. It's, it's not, not the only reason to it's learn. It's not the only reason to learn exactly. Yeah. And at the moment it wouldn't be a very good reason to learn it, it unless you want to go into government where exactly you, 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 wanna, need you that. really want to push it yeah and uh, yeah influence people to to speak it but at the moment it's definitely a sense of mm. but like in government you know like if if you um if you are fluent in irish she could go, it was gaelga is the the name like g a e i l g e some people say gaelga right some people say Gaelic, yeah. Gaelic, yeah. I think in Ulster, is it Gaelic? Yeah, some, yeah, Gaelic. 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 That's just Gaelic. a pronunciation, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but, uh, and then you could say Irish. It's probably the common way to call it in English, right? Yeah, people well. used to call it Gaelic. Yeah, well, like, well, getting into something slightly, but going off a bit off track, but um, it feels to me that the Irish in Dublin, mm. What I've heard, it's not very, it's not as um, rhythmic or mm. as, as you know, Gregan Amun or Gregan But that's like Hiberno um, English in Dublin also in general. I suppose, yeah. Isn't it? It's yeah. kind of more West Brit. West Brit, yeah. Yeah, but that's definitely just a South, a south thing um, in Dublin. Like, it's very rare you'd hear... S- it's 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 uh you don't really hear the Dublin accent come out in in Irish language as much as mm. you do in a Galway accent in Galway or Irish or Donegal exactly Donegal. and that's where like Gala comes out yeah Gala Gala yeah uh, they say the language like they like if they're speaking fast you know, yeah. to make Irish look Gala kind of thing yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know, yeah yeah something like that yeah yeah but um but I think that's cool like you know something um. It's like someone who's playing guitar and they're like, you know, kind of doing a you know, pretty poor job of it. You're like, how long have you been playing? Oh, you know, um, two months. You're like, ah, you actually, you're doing pretty great. Yeah. So it's like if people who have been cut off from the ancestral language for reasons we get into um, are like, you know, they're speaking it, even if it's, I don't know, maybe you might feel like not quite as soulful as places where it's ancestrally passed down. That only makes sense, you know. And and in a way, you could say, oh, it's just another thing. Maybe that's just the way they prefer to do it. It's because yeah. like a, a dialectic thing that's deforming. Absolutely. A bunch of boring people with a boring version of Irish, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, well, what we always used to say, it's a bit weird to say, but it's far, Gwelga Brishta. No, Berla Klishta. Yeah. You know the one. Better broken Irish is better than clever English. Exactly. Hilarious. Um, which is what we're really getting at here is like it doesn't yeah. matter if you're good at Irish it doesn't well, matter if you're good at guitar yeah. you're giving it a fucking go and it's the crack exactly and look you know if you took that statement literally it'd be like te- you know a bit extreme yeah it's exactly like, English is great I, I love English you know? yeah, yeah, uh, yeah yeah I write in English I write poems in English and all that stuff you know yeah. um, it's beautiful but um, you know um, it's like there is some truth to that, that um, 
is uh, a health, healthy nugget of clumped grains of truth to that statement. Like, you know, just having a go at it and just um, doesn't need to be perfect. Yeah. There's a beauty to that. And that there's a, there's a determination. Exactly. History, like. Yeah, but like even people that aren't determined to speak the language, that throw, as I said before, that throw like little, little bits of Irish here and there. Mm. Especially people that, yeah, like great. The, as you said, your man, like he, he can speak fluent Irish, but you don't need to show that off. You can just throw little bits here and there, and, and I think that's very, yeah, yeah, it's very, it's cool, cool. Yeah, it's like it's lovely, like to hear it just drop it into language, like you know, every, a lot of people say slancha, cheers, slancha, yeah, they say slan, you know, slan away, yeah, yeah, safe home, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but back to what I was going to say before, like. So Irish, there's a lot of government jobs, I think, where you need to be fluent in Irish, right? Mm. Yeah, well, like, or at I, least I also like a lot of you above the others. Like the guards are expected to be able to speak Irish. Yeah. The police here. I know a lot of bollockses that will be getting in trouble with the police or have yeah. a little spat with a, with a guard and he'll just, ro- and if he speaks fluent, he'll, he'll roll out the fluent Irish and try to yeah. confuse the guard and, not, and whatnot, like, you know. Yeah. I did that a bit with some guards that were telling me something. Like, and I was like, uh, like just like naturally, just popped into Irish for some reason. Mm. <laughs> Maybe subconsciously, I was doing that. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but I accidentally messed up. I meant to say, "All right, see ya." And I actually said, "See you soon." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of cheeky." Whoops. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. uh, but yeah, um, so I mean, that would be functional if you want to go down that path. But like in general, I think the reason why I'm learning Irish. It's like it's the same way with jujitsu or jujitsu is like self defense, but like say the motivation's pretty similar where it's like it's a hobby. It's just for fun. And, I, and yeah. I think that's the way to do it, where it's sustainable. You want it's just exactly each day unto There's itself. No pressure. Yeah. You can just have a few little words and, and move on and go back to your English, but like you can always yeah. slip into it. Especially if you come across someone that knows how to speak it fluently. Yeah. At least you can say a few words and yeah. then maybe you'll learn more through that. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, it's a cool thing. Um, so, yeah, all right. So let's see. I guess we should talk about, like, um, so the situation is basically Irish. Um, so, the, uh, I mean, the Irish that have been, like, uh, here for, like, like, say our ancestors have been here for, like, thousands of years. Yeah any a thousand of years just breeding with you know distant family uh you know um on this misty island for god knows how long um and uh so irish was always the the language for a long long time it wasn't exactly the same as the modern irish you know like yeah. english isn't the same as exactly. old english yeah but it was you know pretty much it was like the same um legacy um the same kind of vibration or like um linguistic um, song being re- revived and revived with each new in- incarnating soul who's learning it, so it slowly morphs and changes, but it's the same song, you know, yeah. more or less. Yeah. Um, um, and so then uh, the in, in come the English. Uh, shout out to the British Empire. Uh, Rest in peace, Queen Lizzie. Yeah, place in hell for you, America. <laughs> I think uh, I think there are a lot of people like that going back a bit. Oh yeah, that would be like as soon as something 
they love to see them they love to sing the raw songs they love yeah, to yeah. pretend like they're real Irish but they don't put the effort in with the Irish language yeah um and it's just people that were s- like you know so against the British and all this bollocks like that mm. it would be lazy to say the only reason Irish isn't a language now is because of the English correct that would be a lazy statement indeed like I, I like if, if or an ignorant statement an ignorant either statement. one's kind of lazy yeah. if you're ignorant it's kind of lazy with your mind yeah i would um i would definitely concur with that statement there Shane. um but that's like even if 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 these people that are so against the british empire or whatever mm. that that is such an excuse not to be um sir uh, like not to be centered with your own ancestors. yeah and the Irish language mm-hmm. and whatever, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think you spat on a bit there, but you know, you no, know I see what you mean. Like, good points. Um, like I think uh, it's like that thing. Um, rather than instead of tearing down the old system, make it obsolete. Mm-hmm. You know, build it, and they will come. You know, make your own thing. Exactly. And that's the thing. Where I'm like, you know, I'm not like, I mean, I'm not holding out my hold my breath for like the government to start teaching Irish properly. No. I think that can happen. Um, but uh, the main Basic thing is just like just start living, be the, be the change you want to see in the world, and go. This is, I think, the pattern of behavior which you know will like, you know, is the way that a language lives and mm. thrives and is reborn, um, and uh, so, uh, yeah. But I think um, people, yeah, they can definitely get lost in like you know blaming the British too much. Oh but, yeah. But of course, ridiculous. there's a lot of truth to it, and we're going to talk about a bit just because yeah. it's important to no- to know. It's, it's a it's a note. It's a note. Yeah, it has to be noted. A few notes. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a it's a symphony of uh, yeah. dark symphony. Um, but uh, but then also just before we do that, like you know, I think some people can be like, oh yeah, I'm all for the Ra and um, you know, um, IRA, um, and uh, against you know, like feeling you know against the British and even still feeling like, okay, even the Queen, like you know, okay, she's got. She looks great and you know, charming and stuff, but what's the deal with the apartheid state of Northern Ireland? Yeah, and, and what she was kind of hands off with that, or the Iraq yeah, War, yeah, 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 yeah. all these things, and you're like, no one can see your when Philip dies, your whole will is secret, no one can see it. Exactly. What's going on there? You know. Um, I wonder what that letter is in Australia. You wouldn't know, huh? I wonder what that letter locked up is. Do you know what letter? No. There's like this supposed to, supposedly a letter that she written, and it can't be opened for another thirty six years. Whoa. And it's locked in like a When did she write it? I don't know. Thirty five years. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And and it's like locked in this Australian old Victorian building in in Australia. Surrounded by ninjas. Probably probably has the, the probably unlocks the Ir- like unlocks the <laughs> Irish spell, maybe. Mm. Something along yeah. those lines. Some ancient Egyptian yeah, um, yeah, curse. Yeah. She's like yeah, yeah. The solution is they just need to believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we must never let them believe. <laughs> um, for many years we have been um, uh, gardening this island and um, uh, weeding out those things we do not want to grow. Know. You never know, Jamie. There might be if 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 the whole of Ireland spoke Irish. Yeah, it might be might unlock some spell. I would say so. Yeah, some magic that we don't know. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? I reckon. Oh, we're getting For into sure, we're man. getting a Drew bit there. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. think so? I think so, man. There's, I think I've never thought of it. I think there's before. all sorts of mystical um, elements, elements to this yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, but um, but but I think you know, so people can have a grudge, you know, 
the British Empire or Queen Elizabeth or whatever. Um, I think it's like, you know, forgive but don't forget. Mm. Um, be aware. And it's like... Um, nearly just y- like, use it as motivation. Yeah. and yeah, and yeah, But for, forgiveness is so important. Um, but like setting boundaries is important. So if the British are like, hey guys, uh, how about, you know, we do this thing? It's like, yeah, well, I haven't forgot that other thing. But like say it's like with fire, you burn your hand then the reason you don't touch the fire again isn't, if you're sane, isn't because you're scared of it, it's because you're aware. You, you know what's going to happen. What's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. Um, so the same thing with, you don't need to be angry, you don't need that primal response, mm. you just understand who you're dealing with mm. um, and the track records and whatever, what was said and then what was done. And so, yeah, So, but, uh, but those people, fair enough if they don't want to learn Irish, I think that's fine. They can have a deep connection to Ireland and Irish culture um, but just not want to but it's such bollocks, Jamie. Like the only, the only the connection they have to Iron uh, Irish culture is hating the British, which is such a yeah. That's silly. It's just silly, isn't it? Yeah. Like you always see these people. I know I said it before, but it just it, it just well, it makes me cringe. Definitely. Yeah. But I think some people, like a, at a lower level of consciousness, you know, and again, no judgment, but it's just that's a fact. Some people are um, there's a, a spectrum of how good people are. At, playing guitar, at gardening, at baking cakes, yeah. um, doing accounting. I'm terrible at accounting, sure, whatever. But um, uh, And at um, being conscious in general and uh, using uh, applying critical thinking mm. and understanding the reality of the world, there's a spectrum of that too. And so a lot part of that's your decisions, but a lot of it is just fate. It's just you're born with a certain brain, born into a bad neighborhood, born into abuse or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, or um, indoctrination, and so certain people they're just you know, that's they've got a, the three wheels within certain parameters, and yeah. I wouldn't necessarily judge. Although I would take, I would set boundaries, but I wouldn't be like like that that thing that you just said there. But like w- whatever you're born into is so huge because like some of my best mates, that, some of my new mates from college, having a, like they 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 didn't even know the 1916 rising happened. What? And there are a lot of people like that. Jamie. No way. Oh yeah, like not a lot, maybe. Like a mm. lot of people might have heard of it, but no one, know, no, like a lot it's of people insane. wouldn't even know who Project Pierce is or anything yeah. like that. Um, and right. don't and like don't have, like there are literally people that are literally clueless about mm. what the Irish language actually is. Yeah, that I've actually grown up in. Like I'm not too far away from where yeah. I live, and it's, it's so weird that just because yeah. you're born into this whatever path you're on or whatever, not yeah. to get too mystical, but like it, it, it just, it only takes that little second for my dad to just go into that school. Yeah. And all of a sudden my whole mind's been open to yeah the Irish language. But like, I like it, like it's nothing against these people. It's not their fault. Yeah. Just cause you didn't grow up with Irish in your household. Or yeah. Even grew up with knowing about Irish, that's not their fault at all. It's yeah, absolutely. People not being educated and, and whatever. And I think the way to connect with those people is not through judging them and because no, then they're yeah. just going to put up a wall and yeah, fight yeah. back. Yeah, it's to be like, hey man, I understand. I would have done the exact same thing. I get probably in your situation. Well, that, like that comes into like different. Areas. Like I would definitely like. I hope I wouldn't. Just, just for just for a really. simple age, I was definitely going to slag someone like that. Yeah. Just because you know we're lads, we're going to slag oh, each yeah, other or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like. If you re- if someone really showed interest and really wanted to learn, that's where it'd be like, let me show you the ways. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Here's a lightsaber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the Gwaelga saber. Yeah. 
yeah. Um, yeah. And it's and it's that's why it's so sh- like I would say a lot of people would be so shocked at your knowledge of Irish history, which I would put above mine easily, um, because you've actually studied it and whatever. But like I think people would be shocked, would think that it's incredibly abnormal for someone. <laughs> to come from here and just know all this stuff about <coughs> it. Well, I suppose, like, you're, you're, you're a bit of an historian anyway. You look at yeah, history and stuff yeah. like that. But, like, um, people in general that would come over would have an idea about the rising and whatnot and the reason why Ireland hates Britain. Yeah. That's a very broad statement. But, but in general... It's part of the energy field, for sure. Exactly. It um, wouldn't take much um, misbehaviour on the British... For Ireland to get very angry, exactly like that, you know, because there's things like the trauma is built in um, to your uh, personal self, everyone's you know, and then collective kind of personalities like a, a culture or a nation, and I think f- for evolutionary reasons, um, uh, evolving organisms, be it like a country, country like a tribe, or um, a, a family or an individual, lessons are remembered because the humans who didn't remember the lessons, they didn't survive history they were too weak so history's yeah. been so ruthless only that which is very very adaptive survives mm. and so the people who remember the lessons that that's who we're all descended from yeah um everyone else got wiped out eventually sooner or later and so there are these things where um you know it's like you can't just you can if you're conscious enough you can try to and i think you can successfully like forgive these things and keep them in mind but forgive but um, most people say who perhaps aren't quite within reach of that, and I think we're all. So I'm not totally, you know. It depends on. No one's perfect at this, but yeah. But um, that these things, yeah, they're they're there somewhere, and um, you know, I'm sure it's not just us and the English. It's like uh, all kinds of cultures have that, you know, French against the Germans, whatever. Exactly. And it's kind of like, what we were saying before, like the these people, I say people who are kind of like um, uh, not clued in, let's say not clued in. Yeah. Um, they uh thing is there's a balance and you know it's a wobbly line you just try to you know do be as walk it as gracefully as you can is um, like a friend you want to point out their f- flaws in order to help them grow you're going to be like um that's what you said that's not right or that's you know that's that's stupid or whatever mm. but you also want to respect their freedom and, be like, and their so- self-sovereignty like hey you want to be drinking too much that's kind of your decision to, yeah. to some extent you know um and so there's a balance. And so with people like that, there's kind of some degree to which you're like, yeah, hey man, you, you live your life, be your best self. But then there is a, a element of being, if you want to be a good friend or a good, you know, human brother or sister, like we're all brothers and sisters in that sense, there kind of is a point where you're like, well, I feel like it's kind of a holding upon me to kind of lay this out there. I think you're missing something here. And I yeah. feel like I don't, I'm not judging you, but I'm putting this out there because I think you can ignore it. But um, but this is um, I can see that you are missing this deep down. And I think um, this is what you really want. And as a friend, I'm trying to give you a gift here. Yeah. You know? Or just a nod, just a nod to where you're from. Like if people just don't know, mm. like it's not like you're telling people that they're missing something in their lives. Yeah. It's more so. Uh, you know, there was a bit of a war. <laughs> you know, just so you know. There like, was a bit. We are. We're not part of Britain for a reason. Yeah. And you know, some it seems that it goes over people's heads quite easily. Yeah, 
Which is not, bro. Like, if you're just not interested, you're not interested, just move on. But, like, Mm. I think that it is important to know some sort of history. Definitely. Yeah. So, with that... And look, look, like, sorry, like, we wouldn't be sat here talking about this if we both didn't have some sort of understanding of where we've come from and all that jazz fucking bollocks. Oh yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and like a lot of that is like the luck of the Irish, mm. or the luck of some of the Irish. Mm. Like you know, partly it's like yeah, your interest and who knows your karma or whatever, but um, but yeah, a lot of it is just like being lucky to be in the right streams of exactly causality, mm. you know. And so we're very lucky in that sense. I think for both yeah. of us that like we're able to be graced with the ability to be like, to exactly. appreciate it. Yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah, incredible thing. And it's like it's just something we like. It's just something we kind of like. We like talking yeah. about it. We like speaking. It's it. a bit cheeky. You it's know? a bit it's cheeky. Out of nowhere. Just yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, how you doing, yeah, man? Yeah, you good? Yeah, uh, cut yeah, inch scale. Yeah, cut inch scale. Yeah. Just like inch scale. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, inch scale. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sha. Go for an old Pionta Guinness. Oh yeah. The whole lot. Um, but uh, yeah. So the history, right? In a nutshell, you know, won't belabor the point. Do you want to do a little summary of it? Yeah. Go for it. So. Basically, uh, so the uh, you know Ireland was had its own kings. Um, it was you know kind of more or less a high king, ruling uh, from Tara over kind of. It's sometimes debated to what extent you know they all were, was it more symbolic or ceremonial or was it kind of a legal thing. Mm. Um, but either way, like and it probably you know, varied over time. But um, so you had that, and then you had provincial kings um, in each, you know each province. And then you'd have smaller kings. Over each li- smaller territories. What counties maybe? Um, counties were an English invention, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, th- some of them might have corresponded to the old yeah. things. Like I think the Tyr Connell is now Donegal. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. More or less, I think yeah, it's pretty yeah, yeah. similar. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, so in around now that that went on, in Ireland had a flourishing civilization. Ireland, you might not be aware, just briefly mentioned, like. You know, like some people say, like, oh yeah, but the English gave us all this stuff, you know. So why do you criticize them? Look, there are positives from the um, British Empire, definitely, but we would have had our own positives we anyway, own, yeah. and maybe they would have been better. Who's to say? And so we're just going to assume it's a bit of Stockholm syndrome, exactly. you know. Like um, you could say maybe the hurling would be as big as football is. Yeah, like soccer, like yeah. the Premier League. Everyone's mad about that. Yeah, maybe hurling would have been our thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Would have been would have been getting into like the different teams and getting yeah. support and different. Could have been so different. You never know. It's a very, very decentralized culture. Yeah, it's tribal. It's tribal. And, um, yeah, yeah, and still to some extent, or quite a extent, but politically, it's very decentralized in Ireland. Mm. So, um, which allegedly is one reason it was difficult for them to conquer us, but they did. Um, very diligent, fair play to them. They, yeah. you know, they made it happen. But um, so around um, so but uh, yeah, Ireland um. The Roman Empire collapsed, right, in like 500 AD in the West, something like that, and then it caused the Dark Ages. Basically, just the civilization was so advanced, but it was fragile, it was t- top-heavy, you know, and um, so, you know, it was overextended, and then basically these, you know, Germanic tribes kind of conquered it, and everything just fell apart. You know, letters didn't get to where they were meant to go, the rider hadn't been paid, so they couldn't go, then everything just collapsed. Um, and within a generation, you had, like, basically the whole um, empire lost the education system and mm. pretty soon um, almost no one knew how to read and write. And so no one knew how to think 
about these ideas which had been sustaining the society's advanced state. And so you had the church retaining the ability to understand Greek and Latin and these old writings, but they were kind of just, you know, I don't know, they didn't look like a very healthy entity at that point anyway. They're just trying to build up their power. But you had all these, uh, you know, warlords take over their, you know, uh, little pockets or patches of the old empire. And then over generations, their descendants became kings and whatever, or lords. Um, In Ireland, Ireland had been, um, Christianity had come to Ireland through the Romans, but they had never invaded. Um, So it was politically independent and stable. So the empire collapsed. Ireland was fine. And um, Ireland was already very advanced and successful in arts and culture and all these kind of things. Um, Very wealthy, actually. Uh, Really? Yeah, as far as I understand. Ireland is very wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that people talk about, like, oh, you know, we've got nothing. It's like, I think a lot of that's like, you know, gaslighting from imperialists who maybe turned from blatant imperialism to financial cloak and daggers imperialism or like mm. who funds Fina Gale and you know yeah. where's all that money coming from and if you would an empire really just give up on you know their possessions but they viewed as that for 800 years or whatever um, I don't know but speculation but point being um, so uh, Ireland um, had cultivated Christianity but it was kind of like a hippie Christianity people say it was kind of more because there was the nature worship religion before that you know the druids and stuff right Anyway, um, they uh, had, you know, the monasteries where they would have, you know, they'd, um, people go, there, you know, they had schools, people could go there and learn. If you didn't have money, you could go and work there and, and, then and ed- get educated. Yep. In return. Yep. Um, they were growing stuff. They, you know, they had um, animals. They were sourcing inks for all the manuscripts. Flourishing, sure. Flourishing. You know, flourishing. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so they, anyway, you know, so... And then they started colonizing um, Britain and mainland Europe with monasteries mm. and basically respreading civilization and turning the lights back on in Europe where they would and um, they'd send out these monks with these little harps, these little small harps. The harps weren't that big back then in general. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> and they would like be charming people with their music or whatever. And then so converting a lot of people to Christianity and also develop, re- uh, rebooting civilization through right. education, um, farming and how to do all these basic craft industries and stuff. Ireland did that, right? So Ireland wasn't, you know, just like some backwater or whatever. Um, but then over time, Europe, you know, the, it turns into kind of high, uh, more high mi- middle age, maybe not high middle ages, but, you know, the med- uh, middle ages, kind of out of the dark ages yeah. into more like flourishing chivalry kind of feudal era. Then um, England, basically, at some point, they um, invade Ireland. This is around, I think, uh, 1170 or so, right. I think. Um, and they take, you know, conquer a lot of Ireland, but then eventually, you know, they kind of, they can't hold on to it that long. They kind of lose it a bit and they retreat. And then back and forth over the, the next couple, couple hundred years, they kind of try to take over more territory and they lose it. But they always keep the, the pale, the area around Dublin. That's the, where the phrase to go beyond the pale means. Right. That was Palisade, which is a wooden wall. There was this big wooden wall around kind of like a County Dublin, maybe a bit of Kildare kind of thing. And um, so people would go outside of the English-controlled area, and they're like, "Man, this we're in with the natives now," you know. Mm. Anyway, but eventually, um, around 1600, uh, Grainne Grace O'Malley, she was deva- uh, defeated. Um, 1601, I think, some battle. I think and there was maybe a few others. This is where my history gets patchy. But basically, Ireland kind of um, suffered military defeats and was was not able to reassert sovereignty. And the British, um, who are now Protestants, they Ireland's basically the first colony of um, of England, and um, they went in and the, had the plantations where they kicked off 
thousands of people off their ancestral lands and just said, we're planting potatoes, which are just gone from the New World colonies or whatever. Uh, and they put Scots and English people on the land. And so that's why a lot of people from Northern Ireland, like loyalists or whatever, they feel like British, a lot of them, because they're descended from British people. Wow. And so um, but and so you had this, not just in Northern Ireland, but all over Ireland, this was happening. Um, and you had suppression of uh, the Catholic, the Irish were Catholic um, in general, and the British were like, you know, Protestants, Church of England. And so people were discriminated against for that. Like you couldn't own land if you're Catholic. There's penal laws. Um, there's things where, you know, eventually they're, they're just taxation and discrimination against like the, the local, the native people, um, you know, a lot of atrocities or whatever. Um, and uh, later on in time, um, when there were like the public schools, which they brought in, uh, you, it was only available in English. So they're kind of trying to, and there's even th some laws where you weren't allowed to use Irish. You couldn't use Irish in court. So some people who didn't speak any English, they were, um, so people didn't speak English at this point. Like few people did, you know, they, there was some guy who was, um, executed and he didn't even know what they're saying to him in court because wow. they wouldn't speak to him. He was saying Irish and they wouldn't give him a translator. Um, so there's all this stuff. And as I talk, I can feel this pain, this ancestral trauma welling up. It's just the injustice of it, you know, the unfairness, of the it. unfairness of it. Um, and you know, no, um, being worth its space would allow itself to be a coward. You yeah. Know? And there's a sense there's of no like, backing down. You can't, yeah, there's this, you need to assert the right boundary. Yeah. Love is a balance and kindness where if you don't assert, um, you know, a re uh, set the right boundary, then you're, you know, that's like a downward spiral to mm. like, you, you just get out of balance. And so I think there's some sort of element like that where, you know, this kind of triggers that in us. So like, we're like, you know, it's not right what happened and um, we're kind of shamed, you know. Anyway, uh, trying to wrap this up, um, the history part of it, but... Uh, they, um, so, you know, people who wanted a better life. So it's um, basically, okay, so I think the famine hit in like 1850-ish, like 1847, that was I think the worst year or whatever. Um, but, uh, and it, um, the potato crops all failed. Ireland was heavily, you know, and again, that was kind of legacy of the English, um, heavily reliant on the potato crop. Um and uh, this blight, uh, this um, kind of mold or rot or whatever, spread through all of Europe's potato crops. It really affected Ireland. Um, Ireland had a lot of food, actually, um, more than enough food to survive, but it was all being sold abroad or to England or whatever. And a lot of it, the land which had belonged to people's grandparents, great-grandparents, they were like, oh, we have no food, um, but there's, there's food on this land, which was ours and then taken from us. But the English, with all their soldiers, were like, and it was heavily militarized at that point. They, there's been, because there's been rebellions and revolutions every generation through Ireland. Yeah. People have always been trying to regain sovereignty. Um, so the British were ready for it and they just put it down and, and had it kept tight control. And so, and they refused to, um, you know, they had some kind of thing, oh, we'll give you some weak soup if you convert to Protestantism. Mm. All this mad stuff. Apparently, the Sultan of the Ottoman Empire wanted to give money to the Irish and the British wouldn't accept it or something. I don't know all the details so basically i could be wrong but on the from what i understand it was a genocide by omission where they knew what was happening they could have stopped it but they said this is very good for us politically and um culturally because most of the affected people are irish speakers right. and they're most of the people who are less under our cultural hegemony and influence mm. and so it kind of um basically made things easier for them to manage their empire is understandable they want to run their empire they don't want to, things to get out of control just like we don't yeah. 
but there's just lacking the empathy to understand what a criminal thing they're doing. I think maybe some of them liked it. I don't know, but um, and some of them were even saying it's like a punishment from God on the Irish for not understanding that they're the real Christianity. You know, you like think they could the have went, went a better, better, way, better way? I think they should have allowed people to have access to the food, especially given that their ancestors had been kicked off the land with you know, like might is right. Mm, doesn't really make sense if we think it through. Um, and uh, yeah, and like. What about um, like the people taxation? Uh, remove taxation until the famine's gone. Like there are people who were going along the beach and they were going to hunt or like getting um, mussels or something. And it was like they were being um, imprisoned, I think, um, because um, that's the queen's food. She wow. owns all the riverways and all the and the all the um, and so it's outrageous stuff. Um, and um, as someone said. By the end of it, a million soul out of nine million population, which is it's never got that high. We're, we're like seven million ish now, the whole island. Mm. Um, so we're, not, we're still not back. That's one of the, I think we're the only country in the world, maybe, which is the population then was bigger than it is now. Um, wow. So uh, one million souls went to the new world, and one another one million went to the next world. Someone okay. said <laughs> to heaven. Um, but like, so a lot of went to like, you know, Australia, Canada, America. Yeah, yeah. And so this kind of, the, the population who was speaking Irish had been like 50% or so, because it's still under the influence of the British Empire, but still, you know, huge number speaking Irish language. Mm. Um, and then after the famine, it was um, down to like, like mass, much, much less. And a lot of the people, they were like, look, we just need to get ahead. We can't, you know, this is very dangerous. We can't starve like all these other people are starved. We need to learn English. We need to get into the schools. Just do it, you know, even if you can't learn Irish. And so the language dwindled and dwindled. Around 1900, there's a thing called the Gaelic Revival. People started bringing the language back. There's Conor and Aguilar was brought about. Resurgence in interest in it. That kind of led partly to the, um, the revolution, the rising in 1916 to get rid of the British Empire. Um, and uh, then in, like, what, 1919 and 1921, the War of Independence. We get independence. Northern Ireland, the British are like, yeah, we're keeping this because they had all this industry and yeah. ports. which were all these reasons, whatever, divided the island. But the language um, then kind of... Spiraled. Yeah, well, it was, was it, yeah, it had been a, a downward spiral. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry I'm talking so much, but I just want to yeah. set this like as clear as possible. Then um, it was brought, the, the new state, the new Irish state, which controlled 26 of the 32 counties, right? Um, so the free state, as it was originally, um, that and then the you know era Republic of Ireland, um, which the constitution was um, uh, developed in thirty eight. So that's when we finally got independent, basically of like the British Empire fully. Before that was part of the Commonwealth, I think, or it was like a, a realm or whatever. Um, so and which caused the civil war because the British kind of did a divide and conquer thing a bit, like made us fight ourselves in a way. Um, Again, nothing against the British, just the imperialism. You know, imperialism. Mm. Uh, fight the ideas, don't fight the people. You know, um, but then Irish was, you know, very much encouraged, and it was made mandatory in schools. But then the way it was taught was very intense, just like the general Irish culture got very dark. Catholic Church with enormous control. You know, a lot of you know suppression of individual kind of expression and stuff. And um, so it was all. And even until quite recently, this kind of brings us up to the present. You know, is like um, where I'd like to know what. what what you what you know about like the current way it is in the Gale schools that you went to the immersion schools where you learn everything in Irish including science and mm -hmm. history and then the normal schools where they learn it and it's compulsory but it's just like a, a, any other subject like mm -hmm. learning Spanish yeah but it was made compulsory but taught in a way 
which is kind of as an English teacher, as far as I can tell, is like god awful, not the way to do it. Absolutely. And so the language continued to dwindle. And in the Gael, there's a few areas called Gaeltacht, um, so areas where um, people still speak Irish um, natively as a first language, but they're all bilingual. There's no monolingual Gael, uh, Irish speakers anymore. Yeah. Um, I think in the 70s, the last one guy died or something. Um, but they're kind of shrinking in, in population in terms of those, as far as I understand it. Um, and so there's this situation where um, the language is at a bit of a crossroads, I think. And uh, we have a very interesting and exciting situation mm. where it's like um, by being at this point and being aware of what we're aware of and making our own choices and just living your own way, I think, you know, grandiose dreams aren't generally a good idea, but dreams are good. Dreams, dreams are nice. And if you have your own dream, I think it's cool to be able to, and you know, natural to wish that the language could um, be revived, like some yeah. beautiful boffin phoenix, mm. you know. But I think ultimately, the thing is like just by loving it on in your own self and just having the crack with it, enjoying it. That's the kind of way forward. That's but, the spark. So that would that would be my Fantastic. Um, extremely concise Fantastic summary rendition of the Irish history, Jamie. Thank you. Incredible. You should uh, should be very hurry. proud that you know all that. Oh. So you're part of a very mi minor minority group that knows that can go into depth like that with the Irish history. Oh, yeah, well, what can I say? Um, uh, my mum's got uh, uh, very uh, good reflexes. Every mm. time she's about to drop me, she just ha pulled me back in line nice. just in time, you know? So thanks, mum. Yeah, you think you're all about it, do you? Know, yeah. Oh, uh <laughs> um, um so what are we getting into the irish language how it is now yeah so how is it um <clears throat> so but like uh well, i guess we could say we're saying we don't actually know right but the percentage who speak it yeah daily did you so, look it up so i might look that up um why don't you tell us like the way it's taught so say you could start with the way maybe you you're taught it okay and then and then maybe some of your mates who aren't in the so I'll give you a little I'll give you insight that you can't get from books, will I? Yeah, please. So, I thought, in my school there was three Irish teachers, and each teacher, three main Irish teachers, do you know what I mean? Three, the head Irish teachers. And three of them taught what I can gather in the most different ways possible. And the reason they were allowed to do that was, they were, because they're such masters of the Irish language, they were then given freedom to go and teach whatever they way, their own way in the way they seen fit, how it should be taught. But what the interesting is, even though the three of them taught in such different ways, every single student still was able to get an amazing understanding of the Irish language. So my guy, Mosher McGann, big shout out, he definitely thought in a very... um traditional way well i don't know if it's traditional um per se but it would be a lot it would definitely be more focused on words and no you know he would he would he wouldn't teach irish through a structure he would start a class start a conversation and pick out little words that you could use for this and mm -hmm. that and the other so, like, a lot of times he'd come in and just start talking about football, start talking about something he saw on the news, start talking about an article, 
and then he'd get into so obviously there were s- some classes where it would be grammar and whatever and uh, you could just tell he hated that do you know what mm. I mean he did he didn't want to do it but it was compulsory do you know what I mean but it was definitely you know very free like a lot of the times we'd come in and we'd really enjoy the class because one of the lads would just put his hand up and say can we talk about this today and that would be the whole fucking class and we'd just be getting into and he'd come up with some amazing terms and phrases to get into to be able to speak the language mm. um and they were the best classes so cool it's almost like some guitar teachers being like no you could do this little lick yeah exactly it was so <coughs> it was so um easy but it was so natural for him to just go in there and enjoy like he was st- like i was scared of him i was strict as fuck like do you know what i mean he was like a nazi the way he was te- teaching irish sometimes and the way some of the teachers do go on is ve- in, in in especially in irish schools is very not hostile but like really like this is art this is intense this is us like this like this is what we want to be um you know really pushing the whole motive to speak art like Mm. that was like a a, like an understated theme of all of the classes was to just push the fact that irish should be our main language Mm. um so yeah that was my little experience amazing like i think what i gained from that class more than anything was different little snazzy words and like beautiful little phrases and stuff like yeah. that do you know what i mean um the other teacher uh the other teacher that from what i gathered i had him for history for the first three years he was very grammar orientated and very punk, like very um very straightforward with the language i in the way he taught it it would like the classes would be much more structured He'd come in and he'd know what we're going to do for the first 15 minutes, then we're going to do this, then we're going to do that. That was his way of doing it. But he he was a... He's from Derry. And Derry? He, Derry. And, and so he was able to come... The, the students in his class were able to get a completely different look at... Mm. Like, a lot of, like, it would be very hard to sit here and understand what he's saying. Yeah. Um, And he's quite an impatient man, so you would have to be very <laughs> on it. Yeah, you'd have to be very, right. you'd have to be right there. Like you'd have to be right on the ball on the Harry ball, mm. um, <laughs> and you'd have you'd have to be. You know, it was very. He was very OCD in the ways taught Irish. Mm. Um, and t- he he was um more like about the essays and you know everything was real. Like grammar was correct, no grammar mistakes, no misspelling, all that stuff. So they. C- they definitely got a more professional. Mm-hmm. Did you get taught by him uh, for any of that stuff or no? N- no, I got him for history right. um, for the first three years of my schooling in Clashown. But that was, and that was, even though he taught history, it was more so an Irish lesson, lesson than it was anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the other teacher, who's probably the, the main guy, he was very from what I gathered he was all about the poems as in like this is just stuff I've heard from the other students that he would you know he would make the lads learn the poems off by heart mm. um, and get real he, he would use poetry as his theme right. to get into it whereas my teacher would use current affairs yeah, yeah. to get into it he would use poetry and old Irish literature to teach his Irish and then like like that's that's the freedom they got. Mm. They were able to bring something to the class and then pick off 
the other bits of the curriculum. Yeah. But he like was bringing, and stuff, yeah, yeah, he was bringing his thing. Yeah, he was bringing his cool. passion for Irish, and then just picking off the curriculum in different ways. Do you know what I mean? Like the curriculum that we had to be taught. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. the stuff that we had to be taught to be yeah. able to sit the exams. He would pick that off. Same as my teacher. They would just pick that off as not the main point. The yeah. main point was you're going to learn fucking Irish the way it should be spoken. Yeah. And the way it should be written. And um, I think it's cool that the three of them got such freedom to do it. Mm. Which is a huge contrast to the English-speaking schools that learned before you like talk, yeah, go on. Yeah, before you talk about that, um, so you, so the, the first guy you're talking about, was he, so he taught you in yeah. Irish, Irish, yeah. Irish class for for five years, for five years, and then, but you and you're also learning like maths, right? And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'll history. get it, I'll get into that. I'll get into that after I get off the Irish topic. All right, cool. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm going into the English thing. Yeah. Um, English speaking schools that learned Irish was completely influenced by how the government wanted it to be taught which was just so they can get in there and sit the exams and yeah. that's it. get the scores just get the scores that's and, and a lot of them even if that was their main goal they still weren't able to do that because they were yeah. still fucking shy teachers you know what i mean yeah um apparently the examiner's like, like oh very lenient like, like oh, we were yeah, very right. uh, my teacher was very very passionate and very against very much so against the idea of learning an essay off by heart yeah he wanted you to be able to create yeah create art read the question that they're trying to give you use your own experiences use your own literature that you've learned and come up with something on the spot whereas the english speaking schools would say this could possibly come up and this is kind of similar to that so if you just learn this essay off you'll be able to fit it in so wrong it's so wrong so insane that you you think like the whole point of the language is to use it exactly like they, they weren't teaching the language. language yeah they weren't teaching it they no. were teaching how to pass an exam yeah that's what they were doing yeah um so yeah that's where i think you know i wish i knew more about other irish schools if they don't like that but it, in class own because they get such good scores the students get such great scores they're able to <coughs> neglect the government policies mm-hmm. or whatever government influences on how yeah. language should be taught right there you go Getting into maths, science, all that stuff. Yeah. Business, all taught through Irish. Okay. Um, even my English class, my English teacher was from uh Donegal Gweltacht. Yeah. And she had the most beautiful Irish. Oh yeah. And she would just like if you were getting given out to in English class for doing something wrong, being Oscuelga. And you'd know it'd be serious if you're getting given out to Oscuelga. Do you know what I mean? Um like that's like I'm saying, like, like even if you're learning English, that still isn't the main language of the class. Yeah, all around. That's so funny. Yeah, so you learn Spanish. Oh, we're speaking Spanish, and then it'd be like speaking English around that to organize it. Like exactly. They're using Irish to organize. No, they're the using or Irish. Oh, so I don't French. Hmm. Um, shy Irish. I don't even start. Uh, don't even try to speak to me in Spanish. Um, that's très bon. Yeah, je quitte la maison. That's kind of being humble. He's amazing. Um, what's it? Yeah, so like, if you had a question about French language, you would ask it in Irish. Well, you wouldn't go and say, "What does that mean?" You say, "I'll call a Spanish in," which, you know, they're not, they're, they're doing you a, they're doing Frankish. they're doing you a service there. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you know if 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 we if you went into 
the English class and all he spoke was English or into the French class and all he speaks was English, your like the grades from your your classes would probably drop because you are you need to be able to speak good Irish to be able to understand the questions because all the exam questions are in Irish. Mm-hmm. The maths exam questions. Yeah. They're all in Irish. So yeah. if you're going ahead and you're learning it in the class um, and you're asking and the teacher's speaking in English, the same fucking questions that you learned could come up in Irish, but you wouldn't have a, you wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm getting at there, but I definitely think, yeah. It was just so good. I think you're saying like how comprehensive it was that everything was which is what struck me it was like that's incredible the whole thing is in irish everything yeah. and that it seems like you know people move to another country and they can learn language really quick but on some level their brain is like all right this isn't just you know some sort of you know fun thing or whatever um even if it is fun but it's like survival almost like i need this and the the brain just kind of adapts and just you know picks it up pretty quick yeah it seems like in your situation didn't you say like people who had nothing, they would come in and within like a few months or something, they would be like, "Yeah, this really? is this is mad, yeah, this is crazy, this is this is fun." Like this is um, it always <laughs> seems to be a thing, and in, in, in definitely my school, I can't speak for any other Irish schools, but uh, it seems that the lads that came in from a from an English speaking primary school seemed to end up doing better in the exams. I don't know about speaking; some of them actually probably did, but. They seem to be able to come in and because they were nearly just given a clean slate and they were going into like, you know, primary school Irish, you you get you get the good basics and you get a, a decent way of speaking. You, you get a good understanding of how to speak the language. But going into Clash to Own, it's almost as if they were only taught Clash to Own-esque Irish. So that fitted really well into their six years that they spent there whereas I had a different understanding of Irish coming in and learning a new set of art do you know what I mean well, how was your uh, um, I don't see what you mean there like how how was your Irish different because Clashon was that just a secondary school high yeah, school yeah secondary oh, okay. school so, so it was primary school was, was a different also? school but it was in Irish okay so they're, they're how like, are they different though? yeah well like it wouldn't be too different but like it, w- it would just be like these guys were learning the exact same things that I learned since, you know, what would you call it, senior infants? Do you know what I mean? Uh, what's that? Uh, like, like, that's like, uh, uh, how old? Primary six, school. Six to eight. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, they would be learning that in their first year of Clash to Own. Oh. So I already well. kind of knew that stuff. Yeah. But I kind of was being huh. taught it in a different way. Do you think, like, they, you learnt it at a more subconscious level, like, as a child? Exactly, I was literally going to say that. Like a sponge? Like a sponge, just kind of dripped in. Because, like, say children, we're so adaptive, you know, like humans, we can, which is why we're basically, we're not the strongest, but we're most, the most adaptive. Mm. And it seems like, the, like, as Darwin said, it's not the strongest species which survives, it's the most adaptive to change. Um, and so we're, through communicating in groups, like what we're doing here, with you at home, shout out to people. Um, all the lads together um, that are like learning and information feedback etc we can you know advance um, but uh, so many tangents um, that uh, it children like in if you're gonna it seems like children can absorb so much um, in when they're young because it's like okay where are we are we in the Namibian desert are we in the North Pole are we in the jungle 
is are we in a famine or are we in an age of abundance are we in a, a dense urban center or are we in the in the middle of nature mm. and so children are so open and sponge like they absorb the environment and then it kind of fossilizes and like locks in and consolidates mm. around um adolescence and then they can kind of work with that and just specialize okay we figured out our environment now let's specialize and get really good at it mm. um which is kind of tricky with immigration maybe like things can move like but it's not that big a deal i guess but um but so i think yeah so you uh and children can learn languages um generally like when they're younger like much more easily they just absorb it mm. but do you think like that they didn't really have that when they were younger that was more english when they were learning basic irish but you know not not as well as you were because yeah. you're in irish language school as a youngster um but do you think they were like better than say your ilk in general like when they got to clost in the like secondary school at like, irish yeah no or, like no before they started um no after like by the end or do you just mean oh, they, the they, they caught yeah. up with you or did they like was there something about there's something there they it's it very later? hard to put your finger on yeah but it seems like they they like it wouldn't be the same for everyone yeah. Obviously, like oh, in general, in general, it seems like it might, it might like a few theories I might have is that they might be more motivated. Yeah. Considering it's a new language. Yeah. And because I've just been dripped Irish since I was six years old. Yeah. I was never. It was never like, oh my god, it's a new language. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I have to learn this brand new language all over. Yeah. Again, or just for the first time, it was kind of like. I was just kind of drip fed it the whole way up, mm. and maybe, maybe I don't know. It's very hard to put the finger. Like, there's no right answer here. Like, mm. it, it, these like my mates that came from an English primary school, some of them did get better scores than me in Irish. Mm-hmm. Um, some didn't. Some didn't. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, it's not like a it's not mm. like a guarantee just because you came from an English school yeah. you're gonna do better at Irish. But like, it seems to be something there. So it seems more than fifty percent. That does better. Yeah. Or would you say no, it's I'd, say, I'd say it's. I'd say it's just. Because that'd be surprising to me. I'd be like, oh, how did that? It's not exactly. It's not exactly a, like a a figure, Jamie. It's more yeah, so yeah. just in general. People seem to be surprised at the fact that someone came from an English primary school can come in and do just as well as someone that's yeah, been speaking yeah, that's for the last six right? years or eight years <laughs> even. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. I think potentially one thing like could be say like I um. Uh, when I was going from like primary school, what do you call it in Australia, like, primary school to like, high school, secondary school, um, I failed this test for the academic extension program. So I got put in like you know the uh, dummies class. Really? Yeah. No, not dummies, but um, but you know, yeah, just in the normal class, right? Um, and uh, Mark, my twin, got um, put in the academic extension class. There we go. And so I was like, it was a bit out. You know, there. I was like, oh Jesus, you know. <laughs> and then I think. Um, Potentially that kind of put a fire under my ass kind of thing or whatever the term is, you know, and uh, sparked something. Yeah, got me to be like kind of like hang the fuck on here, wake up. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I am more into like like Mark's a, a great scholar, you know, but like he's more he's less into this sort of stuff than I, I'd be more academic in in general, you know, like he's um. Like he's very you know academic as well, but like it'd be um kind of it's more like he's like um heart and I'm head or something, okay. or he's music and I'm words or something. Mm. And there's a, a lot of crossover, you know, mm. like for both of us. But like 
But I wonder, like, if that kind of thing triggered, like, a, an increased momentum where I wanted to work more, and I got used to that, and that they built this curiosity about learning. I wonder if a similar thing would happen to maybe people who, like, later on in life, they, they didn't have that basis in Irish, and suddenly they're like, I guess that happened to everyone to some extent mm. when you're in an immersion school. I wonder, yeah, I wonder how it can tie this to the Irish language, Jamie, but that's interesting because I would say that I'm definitely not as academic as I am. What would you say the opposite of that is? The heartfelt, emotion, <laughs> emotional intelligence maybe? Yeah. Something along those lines. Intuitive. Yeah, kind of. Like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be great at the old books now, mm. but I tried very hard. Um, and I did okay, but um, oh, you're doing well in college, aren't you? Exactly. Well, yeah, whatever. Like it's it's whatever. But um, yeah. uh, but okay. So you, yeah, it's interesting that even though you're twins, one one of you is slightly more academic, and one of you is yeah slightly more this that or the other. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's interesting. Oh yeah, that's all on a similar father. Um. So, <coughs> but to bring it back to Irish a bit, so. So yeah, in the so you were learning everything through Irish, and I think you know it's been shown that that's like a good way. Immersion's very uh, effective at learning a language. Um, so in the uh, from what I understand, I'm going to tell you what I've heard about the mainstream government system for teaching the language. Go on, and you can tell me uh, if I'm missing anything here or okay. if it's wrong, right? Um, from what you understand of your mm. friends, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they focus on grammar and kind of like poetry and um, like, uh, you know, old, um, yeah, I think it's poetry and uh, grammar a lot. Things mm. like that where it's kind of like, oh, you need to know this. And it's kind of things where maybe it would be interesting for the teachers because they can do it. It's kind of like these cool tricks they can do. Like, yeah, it's how it works like this, da 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 But it's not like, that's not the way to learn a language. Apparently, they were never like, all right, everyone, um, you go in pairs. What I would do if I, and I, you know, would be like, okay, put everyone in pairs or in threes. Start with pairs. Go. All right. Um, talk about your weekend. What did you do? I'll square I'll go. Off you go. Or what? What do you like? Say if you're teaching an English class, yeah. simple things. And then the teacher just goes around in circles and jumps in. People they could be using um, Irish and then say, okay, use English if you need to, but just try to limit it because mm. you'll learn faster if you stick. Yeah, to Yeah, we definitely done that in my French class. Yeah, exactly. It is a That's, good method of teaching. That is the modern method. Yeah, yeah. And as far as I understand, the Irish method is like this antiquated, anti-scientific. It's like in it's, English it's contradicted yeah. by the current research of how to do it. Yeah, yeah. in the English schools. In yeah, the English schools. Yeah. And so they would be like, in, instead of being like communication-based, it's meant to be all about communication. TT, triple T, TTT, teacher talking time. That should be minimized. Mm. Teacher should be talking as little as possible. Should be maximum interaction between the students. For a language. For a language, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, and then you have them, okay, like you go, you talk a bit about, all right, you draw a picture on the board. This is Susie. Susie's sad. Uh, why is she sad, everyone? And get people to say problems. You write them on the board and you go, oh, okay, yeah. Now, um, what should she do? You know, what should we, oh, she, and then someone, like if I'm doing English, I'm so, oh, uh, uh, get, get boyfriend, teacher. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, she should get a boyfriend. Good idea, um, you know, looking, um, Anderson <laughs> or whatever. And uh, and then, so he didn't say you should, but I'll write that up. And then yeah, through yeah, the yeah. context, then you do that, and you go, oh, so maybe she should you know, get a new job, she'd move town, whatever. Um, and then you, you isolate the grammar. You go, look what we did here together. Should, shouldn't. Da -da. That means 
should? Is it a good idea or a bad idea? Good. And use your face. So there's mm. body language. Everyone understands body language. And so you're connecting. Um, they connect the dots themselves with their inborn divine intelligence. Yeah. And um, you just facilitate it, and they can start to go, oh, that's that. Yeah, yeah okay, I get it. Bechordum, you know, I should. Okay, mm. right? Um, ich, bechor, de, how do you say she should eat? Oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm. You know, get the idea, right? And so, um, and, the, and then, and you go, bechor okay, bechorle, bechorle, ich, capra, blaster, bela, bela, what's bela? Amir, Amir, bela, okay, sorry, Margaret. Um, so, gachla, tomwich, egolem. Yeah, every day we're learning. Um, so. And then, you know, you could isolate, okay, the form, the structure, pronunciation, da-da-da. Then you give them controlled practice. Here are some worksheets. Fill in this end of the sentence. Or there are errors in these sentences. Correct them, da-da-da. They go do that. And then you check everyone. Okay, you put them in pairs. And they use English to say, I, I think this. I Oh, no, you think that. So they're also using communication just to try to figure out together who's right. And then finally, you have freer practice where you're like, all right, um, now here are some questions on the board. What should you do but you're not doing? Oh, I should exercise, but I'm lazy or whatever, mm. you know. And da-da. and then the, that's where it's personalized, and it's becoming part of their soul and then their personality, and they will remember it because they it's part of their own story, and the narcissism kicks in, and yeah, yeah. To be yeah, I'm joking, but like, uh, but uh, facetious, but yeah, they can connect to themselves, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, from what I understand, that's the the proven kind of basically standard communicative method for learning language. And I think the Irish schools do that for Spanish, do it for French, or yeah. they don't do it for Irish. They like yeah. learn this grammar and it gets boring and people feel stupid because they can't do it, but it's actually the method's wrong. But then they get this shame and they get this anger and they're like, instead of being like, oh, I guess I'm just stupid, it's a bit easier on the self to go, you know what? No, I think this language is stupid. Yeah. I don't like this language. I don't even want to learn it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so... This is this atrocious thing that the government seems to be killing the language, as far as I can yeah. tell. And it would be very, you know, if you got my teacher from class to own and you put him in an English school, it would be very hard for him to have the patience mm. because he's, he's teaching at such a high level. It would be very hard to get a teacher like that yeah. that has such a good understanding of Irish history, put him into or put her into a English school and really try to spark the Irish into them. Mm. It would be quite hard. And that's why I think that, like, it would be, uh, like, I don't, it would be very hard to do that and maintain uh, the structure to learn how to do the exam. Right. So it, w- it would nearly, it would, it would nearly be, it, w- it would nearly have to be two separate Irish classes they have in English schools, which would be one is for learning the exam and the other is for learning the language hmm. well they just get rid of the idea. exam who needs the exam maybe but yeah that's the thing or you and you know what's interesting oh, yeah, there's people in English schools that have gotten H1s A1s in Irish yeah and now they can't speak a word of it really because they've just they've just learned it all even their oral exam yeah yeah just learned it off and the examiner come in they ask the same fucking questions yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you do today? What are you doing the weekend? And they just learn that shit off. Yeah. And then yeah. they goes out the window. Yeah. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. And it, you know, it's got to be intrinsic motivation, not extrinsic. Like oh, I need this so I can get into get a good score. And yeah. But that's, um, that's and then that's another reason people resent it because they feel like this is hard. 
and I need it for this my dreams. It's like Irish is in between me and my dreams. Mm. You know? Yeah. Well, the the biggest contrast I can put it down to between Irish and English schools and the way Irish is thought is if you're if you're teaching Irish in the way that we just explained that they do in English schools, they won't be able to create a sentence through Irish mm. without the teacher giving them something to learn. So yeah. that's why they're not able to come out of the school. They're not independent learners. They're not in they're not they're not actually whereas in in, in Colossian and in most of the Irish schools I'd say they teach you how to create a sentence or create a poem or whatever mm. and actually like think in Irish. Yes. You're thinking. Yeah. You're not just it's not there and you're learning it and then you're using yeah. that. It's you're it's coming from here and you're yeah. learning it and then yeah. bringing it out. Could I give an example? Go. So I'm going to try to think in Irish. Okay. Um so I could say so I just say that in English. That's a thought. Okay. Now I could just mirror that thought and translate into um uh uh Right, I'm gonna to try to think in Irish. So, but that's like mirroring it. So I'm not thinking in Irish. I'm thinking in English and then translating. And that's what slows people down often. Yeah. Um. So, um. So I'm just gonna go dot to dot. What you do in English, dot to dot, dot dot. It's very very fast though. I'm gonna do it in Irish. I don't know where the sentence is gonna end. Yeah. One thing at a time, and then I say one thing. It's almost like you explore a map in a video game. And it opens up a bit of the darkness around you. Oh, is that a tunnel there? Let's go that way. Oh yeah. Mm, what's over here? Oh, there's a tunnel that way. Which way do I want to go? And so it's kind of like the thoughts kind of reveal a bit more more of the map of meaning. It's like, it's like when you're playing guitar, you just start fucking, fucking around with it and yeah. something will come out eventually. Yeah, and then this, this greater intelligence exactly. that the universe It'll flows through you. It'll yeah. just come true. <clears throat> Martian. So, here we go. Anish. Tashe gehintich ave lat. Tashe erevs. Swinum Gawil to uh uh fair Anawa uh Fien Fiena Fien uh 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 Agus Allen Agus uh Sirisha Agus Kyol Agus Crack Agus Pionta Um Um Anisha Okay that's enough I'd say. Yeah. So so obviously I'm speaking slowly. I was basically saying, oh, you know, this guy's a champ, you know, he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, but one thing leads to another and your mind can kind of connect the dots. But um, it's really fun. It's like yeah. a, a little, it's like You can just go game. off on one. Yeah. And see what comes. And that speeds like up over time. you did with that poem that you've done there. Yeah, a little while yeah, exactly. It just comes out. Yeah. Yeah. It just I comes out like uh, Tom Cruise from the yeah. cupboard. I'm going to practice that more maybe. Yeah. Coming up with something, yeah, and I do this. Here's the big thing people are like, oh, the big problem is like, who's there to practice with? Like, you you and all your mates from this cl- uh, Clash Owen, right? Clash Owen, yeah. yeah. Um, you're like, 
said to me, yeah, but the thing is, there's no one to speak with. So you've got the fluency, but then you start getting rusty because you're like, mm. no one in this society is speaking it. So it's difficult. Yeah. Um, the thing is, and I think because I'm an outsider, I'm very fortunate, I think, that I was born and raised in Australia, but like all my family's Irish, you know, mm. and been like, uh, you know, living here forever, whatever. But um, that I'm close enough to be obsessed and to have grown obsessed with uh, my roots and this beautiful um, island and its people. Um, but uh, uh, I, I dodged the... I have this outside perspective. Also, Australian culture in general is less worried about... Um, and I definitely have an... Uh, I'm half Australian, you know? That's mm. part of me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm happy about that, you know? Like, But I'd say the Irish... Uh, you know, disrespect to Australia. The very Irish grateful. part of you. The is, Irish part's deeper. Yeah, really, yeah. yeah? Oh, yeah. Really? Well, I mean, it only makes sense, doesn't it? Like, like it's always been calling you. Um, since you found out. When I was a little kid, I don't think so. Um, but it was always interesting. Like, I came here when I was 12, and I was like, this place is incredibly beautiful. This place is so green, and like, oh my God, I love it. And um, I never really liked the kind of arid kind of nature of Western Australia. I mean, I've come to appreciate there's a certain beauty to it. Mm. But I'm more drawn to the Irish thing, and like, for various things, like I'm pale, and so it's like the, the, you know, the weather here is more suitable to it. But there's all these things. But like, um, uh, but the, yeah, the Australian culture is more like direct. Irish people are a bit more like concerned about being polite than, yeah, than yeah, honest, yeah. you know. Um, which is just, and it's like friends. Ah, oh, there's a beautiful honesty though in, in some Irish. Like, oh yeah, do you know what I mean? Some Irish people are very direct. As yeah, well. very direct. And, 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 and but, but they do, yeah. Come here. But but they do it in a very in a very uh, like in a very I don't know what would you say lighthearted way. Yeah. You know? Sometimes a bit yeah. subtle. Yeah, yeah subtle, very deep. subtle. Yeah, yeah. Calling each other Ted. Yeah, yeah. That kind yeah, of thing. Keeping yeah. each other honest. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. But like so, like that Australian um, culture growing up being like you can do what you want basically if you're not hurting other people, you know there's a lot pretty strong conservative streak and like authoritarian streak as we've seen in Australia mm. of like so oh we descended from convicts, yeah but the government and all the institutions of education and power are descended from the jailers, mm. <laughs> so you know, um, but nonetheless like I think I've been able to come here and kind of be like oh I'm just gonna learn this and just speak it yeah. you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, but the, uh, what I was going to say though, like what I've realized, and I did this with French, right? Like, um, you know, oh, I was in Montreal and, um, people would just speak back to me in English cause they're all, you know, bilingual. And so, but I was like, well, I want to learn French. So I'm just going to, you can, like, you can keep speaking back to me. Some people get disheartened. Like, okay, I'll, I guess they're, my French isn't good enough. I'll just speak English mm. to them. Or I'd be like, I'll just keep speaking to them in French. And like, they can keep speaking English if they want. Yeah. They can, maybe they want to practice. Or they usually they would go back to French, even though you know maybe I'm a bit clumsy with my French. Yeah. And just through cafes, e interactions, and I'll, um, I was improving, and I'll do that. To, I would talk to myself in French, mm -hmm. and so I'd be improving that way. That's funny. And that's the thing in Irish, we can all talk to ourselves. This is yeah. And that's there's always someone to talk to. I was quite sad. This is this is me l reflecting on it, but it, it, there is a bit of a sadness in the fact that I don't think I'll ever have like when i let's say for example getting get you know getting given out to for doing something you know whatever in caution if you've done something wrong and something like you know something stupid you know yeah like throwing a paper airplane down something like yeah that. and you know the the moment of a teacher about to give out to you i was definitely thinking in like the thoughts of like 
you know, in it, in it, in if, if it happened in in English life, do you know what I mean? It, it would be like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, shit. Yes. I panic. Yeah. I was panicking in Irish. Wow, you were thinking in Irish. Yeah, like I was thinking, oh no, cut that chicken raw. Oh, that's know. crazy do you know what I mean and I don't think I'll ever have that again really never you'll never have I'll never cause it was what if so, I it got was just, scarier yeah but it was just so it was Rrr. so embedded in us yeah do you know what I mean it was so like when well, I was in Clashdown I, I was, there, I was sure. just Irish do you know what I mean that was my uh. main language day to day yeah yeah do you know what I mean and like you, if you'd get very happy you'd be just thinking in Irish you know <laughs> oh that was great whatever but you'd think of it in Irish do you know what I mean or like, yeah. oh, that girl's really fit, you know, I'd be mm. in my head be like, oh, it's probably not, kind of whatever, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? A bit of that, God, like, I'm not I saying know. that it was always oh, like no. that, but there was always, there's obviously yeah. times where you think it in English in, in school, because whatever, it just happens, but, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, like, thinking in English as a teenager would be like getting a boner, you're like, like, no, <laughs> body, no, yeah, yeah, the yeah, brain, yeah, like, yeah. teenage boy, that was like, the English thoughts creeping yeah, in, yeah, yeah, get, yeah. get out of here, yeah, quick, yeah, quick. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's cool. I understand, Anish. Um, yeah, but I think, man, like uh, we, uh, everyone. One of the big things I think that would like probably like a, a solve a lot of problems in the world is if we could learn to basically all the problems come from the mind, I think, mm. the human mind, you know. And so the root of evil isn't money. Money in the hands of a good person or a wise person makes the world better. Mm. In the hands of a, a person who isn't wise, make or an unconscious person, you could say, uh, spiritually makes things worse so the mind or the, your state of consciousness is the root of all you know goodness or evil um or problems whatever you want to call it um but the essence is being able to empty your mind or being being able to be the witness of your mind yeah basically being able to be that empty space of consciousness get out of your mind's head get out of your own <laughs> get out of your get out of your own way kind of thing absolutely and let your yeah, yeah. yeah. and um without getting too techy spiritually with it but like yeah it's true yeah, like you can have here are the thoughts here am I observing the thoughts mm. wait if I'm not if I'm the thoughts how can I be observing the thought yeah and then okay that's interesting and then maybe you could try to explain that away but then you meditate and if you do it properly all the thoughts disappear completely but most people you don't need to do that you know, just you know you just get demoralize yourself that's mm. not the aim the aim is just to watch the thoughts and you'll notice space it, it'll start to slow down and more and more space will open up around around and in between the thoughts mm. which is very relaxing it's amazing it's really fun um and uh and then even behind the thoughts you will still sense that silence and that s space that stillness mm -hmm. even when there are thoughts it's always there behind um and so uh we're up but we're always thinking we're always talking to ourselves. this inner voice in our head constant you know and for a lot of people it's like a torture it's a tyrant you can turn that voice into Irish and just start talking to yourself, and that will be good for your soul's evolution. Yeah, that's it's, it. That's it's going to slow down the thoughts and make it more conscious. Easier said than done, lad. Definitely. Easier said than done. Yeah, well, it's very I mean, hard to get to that stage where you're just especially when the British Empire is so down on us. I know, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm coming, Lizzie. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, but I mean, I think it's just you know, yeah, it is. Uh, challenge sure but i think you can get back to that state i would have no doubt you could get there if you if you um yeah. wanted it if you had a burning for, desire yeah if i had a burning desire you just talk to yourself and but i don't know if i do yeah what's that what's what's so great about talking to yourself in english yeah i don't know i don't talk to myself much in english i suppose but um, oh yeah 
Um, Yourself talks to you in English. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Me and my alter ego. Yeah. No, but um, there's nothing great about it. It was just it. W- there was nothing great about the English thing because that's just whatever. But it was looking back now, it was definitely cool. That yeah. I, that it was happening in Irish. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just, she just went somewhere so different with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's really earthy. It's very really earthy. Very down. Downach. Downach. Well, Downer could be actually brown, the colour brown. Like, this is a little slang that we're going to make. Or worldly. Up. Yeah. We're making a new Irish language, really, man. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like... Um, Which is part in, of in my In my book, you know, uh, Tirsha, right? It's like, I think I told you, right? Yeah. But like, oh, there's this global dictatorship which takes over the world. And the Irish start using Gaelga again as a code language because mm. these tyrants don't know how to use it. And there's very few people who are going to tell them how to use it, and they start getting like you know taken out by the Irish. They're like, oh, this snake in the grass. And then the Irish start changing the language. They bend the rules. They create new words, and so no, they can't keep up. And so the language starts evolving again. We have to evolve the language. If we're go- like, you can't. We can evolve it. We have to. Well, we're not going to learn Irish the way it was spoken ten years ago, even yeah, that, yeah, even that yeah. short long. Like we have to, especially in this new era that you're on about. Yeah. If we're in going into a new era of yeah. Trying to bring Irish back, it needs to change. Definitely, I think we need to wear um, robes. You know, mm. like start a cult, wear robes. Like you have to wear um, brogues. Mm. You know, brogues and white robes. The druids, um, and you can do that in the city. You can be an accountant in your white robes and look like a leather like brogues. A <laughs> yeah, everyone's gonna love it. You know, nah, um, but uh, but no, yeah, definitely. I think the language. Yeah, and like uh, the. You know, the accents would change. I might never get, like, a full-on, uh, the ability to have, like, a, like, I can put on an Irish accent to some extent. It's not that good, but, um, and so I can do that when I'm speaking Irish, but I'll probably never sound like, you know, anyone who's locally here. I think it's cool if you spoke Irish but in your Australian accent. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, yeah. You're um, a man of the world, Tarshay Tarshay Gahinta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mate. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Sinead Gajirach. Yeah, I love that. Um, but, uh, so, all right. So we talked about, yeah. So how many people using it daily though? The language, we haven't talked about with languages now, but basically it's not in, you know, tip top shape, but, um, <laughs> basically <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> understatement. Um, I think something, which I'll double check this here, but I think it's something like between one and 3%, maybe 5%. And I have met. Speak it daily outside of the education yeah, system. Met, probably I, 1%. I, I haven't think. met. Really? Yeah. I don't think, like, I can, maybe, yeah, like, you meet people that, when you meet, you probably have met these people. Yeah. But you don't know, maybe, because. They might be just talking to themselves. Yeah. Every day. Well, they they just, they want to be in their little bubble. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe they're not open to speaking Irish to people that don't understand what they're saying, because. Yeah. Where like it's hard to converse when when you're when someone's always trying to stop you and trying to True. understand. True, and like patience, but patience. Like, look, like people just like I love the language, but I don't love I waiting don't, around enough. for dummies to try to respond. Exactly, to exactly. Like you're not like you're not signing up to be a fucking like learning Irish and being fluent in Irish. Like if you're lucky to be fluent at, at Irish now, that shouldn't uh, that shouldn't mean that you're expected to have this patience with everyone. You have the language. Yeah, yeah. You're lucky to have it. Yeah. You can just keep it for yourself. Yeah. And your little bubble. Yeah. I think again, it's freedom. It should all be voluntary. Can, if you're called to share. And we want, if we want, like these are the, these these people that can speak that Irish, they are the high kings of the language. Yeah. 
and we can't be dragging them down into it. We need to we need to build our way up to that. Absolutely, we need to yeah make ourselves worthy of exactly you know the, the engagement it, by the high wizards. You exactly, know? if we're getting a bit if we're getting a bit medieval with it, yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting that yeah definitely. Um, so yeah, on the I think there might be a bit more to be okay. So yeah, so well, two things, but on the social dynamic side, I think there's a few more oh, yeah? dynamics okay. to mention. But first, just where it's at. So I think maybe you reckon what, something like maybe 20, 25% of people no could idea. speak it or could. speak it in education. Yeah, well, like it could could have a go at it. Yeah. I wonder, let's see. I have no idea. Good old Wikipedia says. Um, so in April 2016, 1.7 um, million people in the Republic, that's out of like, I guess yeah, it would be yeah. out of 5 million at that time or something, um, claimed that they could speak Irish. Claim. That's such a... Because the thing wow, is, it's I wouldn't mind that at all. Like, well, but here's the thing: when people fill out surveys, some people are like, uh, it's, I, "I, I, like the idea of being able to speak it." And they might write it. Do you think people would, not like you know, some people? I think, I, think pe- would I think people would definitely be honest about it. No, I think Pe- pe- I think people would definitely say overstate their ability. Or? Oh yeah, yeah. So I'd that's what this is saying. I'd, I think. I'd say that's a fair. I'd say it's, yeah. I'd say it's less. One point seven million can speak Irish. Yeah, I'd say I'd say I'd say like I'd say your Irish would be better than most of the people that are saying that. that most people who can speak Irish, uh, who talk or talk to me and people who can't like will say that they'll be like your Irish is better than most Irish people. Yeah, you know? and I don't I don't care like I'm not um, I would just um have nothing but like I'd just be losing respect for myself if I was using it as some sort of badge of honor. Yeah, you well, know because that's not what it's all Cause about. Because that's as you said the art, the language isn't in tip top shape, so it's not like you're. I'm just having fun with yeah, it, but yeah. but um uh, but yeah, it does seem like I don't know about those numbers. So that would be forty percent of respondents. Um, uh, but in Northern Ireland, um, a hundred thousand out of one point eight million claimed it in twenty eighteen. I can't see that. Yeah, I can't see that. I, I think like, I in there, there'd be a lot of nationalists being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna Irish Tarkupla Fakula get." I mean, it's def- a, a gum, it's, it depends. You know? It depends on how you define speaking the language. Exactly, yeah. But I mean, it's even if people are claiming that's good in a way that they want to. It, yeah. But, but you know, like it's kind of it can but be like a bit the, of a, a crutch. Or like you get the pleasant feeling. Yeah, I speak a bit of Irish, and you're not even putting in. Spoke of it before, yeah. where people are like, oh, "I hate Britain." That's the only connection out yeah. to Irish. They might just be <coughs> saying that. What I was going to say about that before is that I think some people it's a fragile sense of identity. Mm. People who don't know who they are and who they what they stand for. They d- they strengthen their sense of self by creating another, yeah, and that's just a shortcut to trying to make it's yourself just, seem it's more. It's pure laziness, isn't it? Yeah, it's pure laziness. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it has been found, however, that while ideological support for Irish is high, actual routine use is very low. There's no correlation between personal fluency. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and there are you know a lot of government organisations trying to ostensibly trying to help the language, but. I don't know how much good they're doing it. You'd think it'd be better if they all you said, "Are we going to resign in protest unless you make f- communicate a practice the core of the curriculum?" By the way, a practical thing is, I one possible solution to this thing is you have a lot of, um, say, primary school teachers or high school teachers or whatever who they're teaching math, um, especially uh, primary school. They're teaching all these different subjects: mathematics, history, da da da, and they have to learn Irish. And some of them, I know one who has had to do an extra year or maybe even two years. Mm-hmm. I think maybe one year. Um, learning, getting her, her Irish up to scratch, so she could become a primary school teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. Now she's probably not going to be well disposed to enjoy teaching the language. She might even be getting annoyed at the language because mm. it's you know, holding her back. 
Um, and a lot of them, so you get these people who maybe aren't really fl that fluent at it. And when the kids should be learning it and, you know, along with English as they're growing up, um, they're not. So what I think at primary school, what could be good is just like a you have a dedicated Spanish teacher, a dedicated French teacher, have dedicated Irish professionals who are completely fluent and very good at connecting with people and making it interesting. Um, like you had it close on and they, you know, e you know, the every day they just go and visit different schools and go to different, you know, teach the class. And then the primary school teachers can have a load off their minds. They don't yeah. have to worry about it. They can just, yeah. they can use Irish in the classes a bit if they want, yeah, you know, yeah. use it. But like, and so that would be good. And then in high school, same thing, making sure there's very qualified teachers. Um, but yeah, that'd be one thing. I don't know why they don't do that in primary school. Well, I don't understand is it seems that in my, yeah, I would say that the most important time would be like your first few years in Clashdown or in high school, as you would say. That's mm. the time to drill it in. Yeah. That's the time to get them passionate about it. Yeah, yeah. That's when your new identity is forming. Exactly. You're individuating yourself from the And what's tribe. weird is what they do in some, like, they would put, I would, in, in like, English schools, they definitely put, like, new teachers that probably don't have that good Irish in with the new guys. With the new... With the new oh. students. Right. But really? Th that would definitely be a thing. Because they're, they're less aware of them. Well, they're just not mistakes, as... maybe. Yeah. Well, th probably not. They probably just think it's not as important to get it into mm. them than, than it is to when the exams Madness. are coming. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mad. Yeah. Um, so let's see. I think there might be some... Uh, does it mention claim number of Irish speakers? Da, 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 da. Uh, um, so 25% or ish said they never use the language. Um, oh, okay. Uh, 30% ish said they spoke it within the education system. Um, 6% claimed they spoke it weekly. Da here we go. Daily speakers outside the education system numbered only, yeah, 73,000. That's 1.7% of the population. And they may be inflated by people claiming it. Um, so that's, yeah, 1.7%. Let's, let's call it one. Yeah, let's call it let's, one. Let's call it one let's, max. What's the harm? You know, get us to work a bit harder, right? Yeah, exactly. No harm 1% of people in Ireland can way. speak Irish. Is that, just, is that what it's saying? Like, I be, yeah, is that taken less. into account people that speak it, like, fluently, yeah? Uh, or is yeah. Just um, using it outside of the education system, they might like. Thing is, in the survey, the recent census, whatever, I said, it's kind of interesting. Like, um, uh, flu uh, uh, fluency in Irish, like in Irish, like no, use it outside of the education system daily. There's a, there's a bit, I'm, yeah, but there's I'm a bit fluent. to that. Like, like I would definitely say if 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 two teachers from Clash on went there for coffee, yeah, they might be speaking Irish, but that's not relevant to this survey. Because, like, yeah, they're speaking outside of the school, but, like, yeah. for, own, for, the, for the fact that they're actually in the school is the only reason them two people would right. come together and speak Irish. Right. Yeah. Um, they're up. Now, there are a lot of informal groups that there's um, people with coffee meetups and just speak Irish. Um, there's a lot of grassroots movements to, you know, use the language and revive the language. Um, yeah. Thanks, mate. Um, uh, and, like, there's these pop-up Gwail talk things, which are amazing. If there's any Irish people out there, uh, vulture and um, meet you at the Conra. Yeah, Conra. You know, Grail goes great. Seriously, you need to go there. Yeah, I've been there. We should go there a bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but these pop up Grail talk things are amazing. Where like, um, on the last Thursday of every month, um, 
yeah, yeah. I you know, know different yeah. pubs. You go there, and you know, everyone just goes there and speaks Irish. Yeah, Good for the pubs. So cool. um, I haven't been people, to one yet. I met know. really never. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've been to a bunch. I met some ra- some really? random cool people. Yeah, you I just go there. A few people I know, man. Probably, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, you just go have a Guinness. There's a lot of people floating around that want to talk to people. Yeah, that's class. That's so cool. And then there's like I have like a, you know, this kind of crew of um, people, you know, kind of like, you know, not our generation, a bit, you know, before, but um, uh, I guess like forties, most of me the forties, fifties, sixties, kind of thing, from Bayside, where my grandma, one of my grandmas lives, right? Oh, um, uh, yeah, near Hoth, and um, so they, I've done like uh, a lot of time, like on Zoom, we do um, these uh, Irish language things. There's physical meetups like they're having one this Friday, I think, in the tavern. And there's a, that's all. There's one in like Rohini. There's one in like I think um, Kilbarrack. So these are starting to grow. Like so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, the Wikipedia also just says you know, uh, you know, not the most trustworthy source, but hey, in this case, why not? Probably we'll take it. We'll take it. Sure. Um, it's saying like one percent of uh, customers using the ATMs use it in Irish. Oh, so that kind of links up. That's yeah. I would love to see the data from the ATMs. Which, yeah, if they could do it, because I guarantee that's a load. Like to see their passwords. Yeah, pins. <laughs> yeah. Um. So right. So then so that's kind of more or less, I guess, the present state of the language. Um. And uh, so the future, I guess, we kind of talked about. Hey, like hopes for like. I have. I mean, I think one thing. Yeah, I kind of feel like. Um, whatever happens will be right. And, you know, everything's nothing lasts forever except for nothing, <laughs> um, which happens to be infinity, I think. So I think consciousness lasts forever, I think. But Sorry, what is that? What would that be? So one in every, how many people you would meet on the street would well, speak Irish? Apparently one in a hundred speak it out. Just, um, just something. That's that's pretty cool. Because the thing is, they tried so hard to get rid of the language. The, um, 800 think, years, you, you know, went outside and didn't spoke manage to 100 people. One of them. I think so. Really? Um, we got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, you know, cafes and stuff, I'll talk to, you know, people who speak it, you know. Mm. I'll go to market, and then some of them, you know, most of them, you know, won't even say Fulcher Roads, you know, which is crazy. But, you know, some will, and we are oh, cool. And then, um, uh, uh, but then there's some who would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, and like, uh, then some of them are like, you know, every time I go back, I talk to them in Irish. We talk to each other, you know. So you, you put yourself out there. You don't be afraid of looking stupid. Just do it. And you give other people the permission to start doing that themselves. Yeah. They might even start doing it, not even just with you, but yeah, with exactly. other strangers. Exactly. And it yeah. can spread. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. And so you're on the side of the social dynamics there. What else? So there's people feeling afraid to use it, people feeling guilty, like, oh, it's, I, I know I shouldn't owe it because my ancestral language, but, oh, you know. There's people feeling, yeah, inadequate, like stupid, I guess I said. I'd say there's a lot of people feeling frustrated as yeah. well, that they yeah. can't speak it. And then, you know, it's how far they're going to get frustrated to the point that they're going to be like, fuck, I'm going to learn. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I can definitely sense frustration, even like my my dad, like he wants to, he wants to speak it. You know, you can tell he really wish he could go out there and yeah. you know be amongst a lot and have a have a few pints and speak some Irish. Yeah, but it's so tough, especially at that age, for people to get get the motivation to go and learn it. Yeah, yeah, and just it needs to come from the young people. He needs to he needs to start with us. Probably just start talking to him. And I do. Yeah, yeah. A while later. Yeah, yeah. Guinness. <laughs> um, uh, 
So, yeah. Um, it's a mindset. Yeah, yeah. It's a way of life. Yeah, indeed. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And, uh, yeah. Um, and it's cool. It's fun, you know. And it's like, yeah. You, um, it's also a good way just for, I think, it makes you sharper, like, you know, having, you know, being able to learn these things and thinking in t- with two different brains, two different neural networks, mm-hmm. I think is good for you. In general, it seems like bilingualism is um, is good for the brain and people from, like, schools like yours on average have higher scores than mm-hmm. normal schools. Absolutely. And there's a theory that that is because of the bilingual element is, like, kind of g- a gym for the brain, a workout for the, the brain. Exactly, yeah, that's cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. And also, when you've got more than one language, you can kind of think conceptually, so you, you don't just think, oh, you know racism you this that that you say well you might go well you know what you say racism but in a, you know like like in other languages there's a different word for that so these are just labels trying to point at phenomena the 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 word itself is not the thing so i think and so it might make you aware that what one person thinks racism is you might have a different meaning of racism mm. and so you can kind of become more aware of savvy about what's your definition of racism well, what do you mean it's just ra- what do you mean tell me you're using other words Okay, well, I actually agree with you with that, but what I'm saying is that I think ra- what I can call racism is a different thing, and da, 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 and you can help you have better conversations and mm. understand each other. It's another thing that language awareness can do for you. So I think the Ireland, if Ireland can become bilingual, I think a it's going to be an incredible success story. It's going to blow the minds of the whole freaking planet. Mm. Um, do you think so? Yeah. Oh man, can you imagine? Be like yeah, because Ireland's a big tourist destination. People come here like. We're like, oh my god! Like I came here ten years ago, and people yeah, no one was speaking the language. Cool. This is wild. Um, other countries, the, the Catalan might, or whatever, yeah. they would get inspired. It like, might spark a, yeah, in Scotland or whatever. So cool. um, like we are restricting ourselves to, we're we're closing ourselves off by by having English as you know the language of the world kind of thing. Yeah, we are closing a lot off to yeah. opportunities. And on that point, to give the devil his due, the other side of it, keep it balanced. There's a great um, yeah, benefit to us in using yeah, English, and yeah, we're amazingly yeah. blessed to have English. That yeah, yeah, yeah. We can connect with so many people. We can travel. It's easy. And well, English is such a beautiful thing, and so we shouldn't be bashing no, English. No, I'm not bashing it. Yeah, I'm not no, bashing not, it. Yeah. I'm getting onto the fact that like we have the English. We yeah. have it now. We have yeah. a slate where we can all communicate. Let's yeah. get back into our yeah. roots. Yeah, yeah, and like not be like resting on our laurels, like, oh, you're lazy. Like, yeah, we've got the English or whatever. It's like the English is beautiful, but there's this other thing. There's so much potential in Irish. Yeah. And um, among, f- apart from everything else, I think going through I- individually and potentially collectively, if everyone else starts doing it, starting is with yourself, me first, you first if you want to do it, you know. If you don't want to do it, then cool. Gerkulor, me, Fodabir. Fodabir. Fodabir, no problem. Um, but uh, if we then individually and collectively, that's going to have all these other flow and benefits of like, Oh, we did it. Yes. What else can we do? Mm. Oh, we can do this. We can get rid of corruption. We can deal with that. We can take care of our health better. We can take care of the nature better. Baby steps. Baby steps, baby. Baby steps, baby. Yeah. Like it. Um, it. So are you optimistic about the future of the language? What do you think? You've given me optimism, James. Yes. You've given me some optimism, but if it wasn't for you, I think I would definitely... Just you know, go into this. Like I, I definitely think that I would definitely leave the, the Irish behind. Really, at some stage, I think I'd mm. always have it, but I think it would. It, it takes people like you, and people that are passionate to keep people like myself who can 
who have had the pleasure of speaking to you. Mm. Keep us intact. Yeah. Keep us keep us here. Yeah. Let not not let us you know go into the myths of English culture too much. Yeah. Or like the myths that oh it's it's all extinct. It's all over. It's gone. Yeah. Like it's very well, if you easy wanted to, to get into that mindset. Yeah. Very easy. To you're a great inspiration, that. I gotta say as well. Hey. Like, oh my god, like you sweet. Yeah, that like really, you know, and you've helped me out like things like, oh, how do you say that? How do you say that? And you're yeah, texting yeah, yeah. in Irish and stuff. It's great crack. Great, great crack. Yeah. Another thing is like, yeah, just text people in Irish, um, and you know, mix it in with English and Irish. Yeah. You know, I do it all the time. Uh, I say something, I don't know one word in Irish, so I just say it in English. Mm. And it's you know, mix. That's better than nothing, you know. And over time, percentage of Irish increases. Um, and using Google Translate and stuff. I know it's like it's broken Irish but yeah, yeah. better than nothing and I'm at least getting gaining mm. vocabulary even if it's all wonky baby steps on and um yeah indeed we'll get there yeah yeah we yeah. start a movement oh yeah well <laughs> movement starts itself more or less exactly exactly um but uh one thing I wanted to say I think uh so um yeah oh no I guess that was it but, uh, yeah, you can, um, what was something? What was it? Well, we've, we've got it. We've, we've covered a lot of angles. Covered a lot of ground, Harry. We've covered a lot of ground. Well, we've, yeah. covered, we've got some insight into my knowledge of yeah. how oh. Irish, is that what you were getting at? No, but your confident vibe brought it spiraling <laughs> back to me. Thank you. Um, I, one, con- one possibility is to not, is to make Irish voluntary subject not compulsory because think about people say it's yeah not voluntary. i know to, oh, make, yeah. to make it voluntary. oh really yeah so this, this is what i'm saying what you could do in the government school say irish is optional you don't have to do it um you know and uh some people say oh but then people will stop it which might happen temporarily because people are alienated but um but then i think overall people would be like well if, if you want to do something don't, don't touch the cookie jar if you yeah. want to get the cookie yeah so if you Absolutely. force people to do there that they don't like it you know Absolutely. So and yeah, it's not I Irish. Definitely. We're all about freedom. What the hell? Why are we forcing? You know. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing: if we it was voluntary to learn Irish, and it was all up in the hands of the people, and there was no force or coercion involved, just freedom. If we, you know, the people of Ireland, didn't um, hold keep that flame up um, burning, if we let that die, would we not deserve that? Would, would that not be the right and best of ends? And will that not be destiny. some feedback, you know? That'd like, that's the, the way it should be. The and we both know that would never happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're dead right there. Yeah. If, like, if we both know the destiny of Irish isn't to die. Indeed. But if we allow ourselves to do it voluntarily, as you said. Mm. Like, as we said, like, you can't force someone to try. Yeah. You have to just, it has to come. People will notice. Yeah. People will start to realize. Yeah. The st- the special feeling and special times you can have, like me and Jamie, coming over and learning the language have brought us together a bit. Yeah. Not to get to whatever with it, but it lets us have some sort of common ground. Yeah. And and, and and like people will find common ground with yeah. themselves. Yeah. The fact that they're Irish and they're doing be something together. Joint purpose. Absolutely. It's all about. Freedom. Freedom's contagious. Mm. Get it into you. Get it into you, son. All right. We done? Good stuff. Go to me, the Mahogath. Get the Irish into you, lads. Shake it into Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Peace out. Slán a while, yeah. Slán a while, yeah. All right. Go on. Good stuff.
Let's go get a pint. Yeah. <laughs>